with, but I can see why people would just, no, 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 you just go through the motions, you stop thinking about it, you just stop. Although I, that's a, yeah, right, the unplugging, right? That's the exercise do it so much that you don't have to think about it you know this is a weird world it's vultures in your gut it's just just wherever you want to be just you know like if you're, if you're gonna come up then just pull it up and if you're gonna sit back then just put, just you just swing it just you can just so I'm ignoring this light that's blinding me from the right side. Is it, I have to make be, sure this thing's in front of my whoa. face. And I make sure my headphones don't go too long. And I'm supposed to have a normal conversation. Got it. <laughs> no problem. Okay. The fact that this, first of all, blinding you is crazy. <laughs> If I close my eyes, I can see it. <laughs> it's fine. I'll adapt. It's you just going to take you, us. There, there are lights. Time. You walk around and there are lights all the time when you go places. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all the, they're all everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? specific like, about this one. <laughs> It's 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 just that yeah none of this is, it's not natural to, no we it's should not. okay how about this can we start by cutting one of these yeah but I mean I have to yeah don't the don't first oh no 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 this is easy okay. this is a really easy fix we got two spoons because I don't know how also, to eat this thank you for the okay. kumquats <laughs> can you push that down and can I have some oh yeah. We got some coffee going. Okay, we're going to get the wrinkliest one. Now, how unproductive... When was the last time you didn't drink coffee? Like... Like I the mean, last time you... Last did, week? Like you decided to maybe take... What's the longest you've taken off of coffee? Um, like made a decision not to drink it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or, yeah, or does that, that even before. happen? I've tried it before and I, then I just wasn't drinking coffee. I did, it didn't. You didn't feel like you were unproductive? Remark- there oh. wasn't some remarkable change, so then. Oh. How do you feel like our conversations would go without coffee in the morning? Because I feel like there's something about the coffee that really supercharges these conversations. You don't feel like that? Uh, That's just me? <laughs> Wait, do you even sense a difference when you drink coffee? Like, is there anything that you feel like is happening? Yeah. Or do but you just also like part of the process of waking up? Okay. It's just a part of the process. No, of... no, not that it's a part of the process, but the the different feeling is part of the process of waking up. Oh. So, so to separate the two. It seems like not drinking coffee would be weird because it seems like you're no, not getting no, that. No, 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 Because part of part of the process of waking up for me is Folgers in your cup. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know what? Yeah, the coffee really <laughs> brings a lot to the conversation. Is that what you wanted to hear? There you go. All right, so let's see what we got going on here. So I've tried quite a, a, a few amount of things since I've been here. Like what? Uh, kumquats. I I definitely had it before, but it was so it was almost like um, kumquats were like rock climbing. Like I did it, but I don't remember what it was like to do it. Like I don't. I doubt that I ate the kumquat mindfully. I doubt yeah. that I was climbing the walls mindfully when I last. Actually, I can tell you because I I knew <laughs> I know exactly when it was and what I was. You were looking like the. I put. I took the shirt off. It was no. yes, yes. <laughs> Had that to baffles me because I look at the guys that take their shirt off and think all of the women in this gym managed to keep their shirts on, so it's not purely out of comfort. You can't pretend it's just. Wait a minute, you are you allowed to take your shirt off? Like you're well, like I mean, you, I could have a sports bra on underneath. But still, no one does that. Everyone takes oh, their shirt well, over well, first of all, okay, let me, okay, I don't even mean to act like I'm refuting what you're saying, because at first I don't, I don't want to, I'm just saying, well, you wouldn't be doing that, but yes, um, but, but, oh, I think that if you're, you're women, exercising, you're hot, so it's, it's. Right, but women don't even feel the need to take their top off to show their sports bra. Like, they can wear a sports bra and a shirt. They could. Then they um, do. And you think that there's nothing. And and so what do you think that that is? Let me just ask you that. Why do you think that the women keep their shirts on and then the guys don't? Because, because one, the, I think that guys have me. less shamelessness. Like whatever is going on underneath that shirt, whatever it is, however it's sculpted or put together. I think that men are feel much better about taking the shirt off and letting you know whatever the fuck is going on down there than women do. I think women are a little bit more self-conscious about their bodies. That's one. Now, that only takes away but a percentage but of people. in the gym, too? Yeah. Well, I mean, not as much. I will say this. Uh, yeah, men are definitely trying to let you know. They're trying to be a gorilla. They want to they wanna right, so beat the, on their chest and you know I do all that like stuff. The, yeah. That's what I did. The argument for... <laughs> It's more comfortable and you get hot. It's but it also a is, though. Excuse. But it also is, though. Just imagine. Like, I don't. Remember when you were thinking about going to a house full of women and you were wondering if you should wear a bra or not? But in your mind, you knew good and damn well you didn't want to do that. Because <laughs> it's, it's, right. it's just great. It feels free. I don't know what it's like to wear a bra and be contained all day, but I'm certain it feels free to snap that thing off. <laughs> You know what I mean? To run around the house the way that you do in your natural state. I think it's the same thing. Like, if if I could be naked more, I would be. Yeah, I would never be naked working out. I think... Said <laughs> <laughs> so that definitively. Yeah, I would never... Well, just... During any out. workouts, during any exercises, like, if it was normal, you wouldn't think that being naked... I get really sweaty. Okay. And... I, so I don't get even the the most appropriate of things to do naked, like yoga. It would be an inconvenience because there's nothing to soak up the sweat. And then my body, everything's slippery. 
that gets mm. in the way. What's funny is I had yoga teachers that would tell me flow, which I don't do too much anymore, but yoga teachers that said that if you do that, like people intentionally will put water on their mats and stuff like that because just like like spurt some on there, toss a little on there because then it creates this friction. I know it seems as backwards, but it, I mean, have you ever, I mean, you've sweat on your yoga mat before. You never felt like once your foot was on top of that sweat, that, <laughs> it, that, moved. It, just, it, just, it just slid, slid right off. Okay. All like right. I've gone from, I've done yoga class, like a hot yoga. So you got real sweaty in a sports bra and shorts and thought that was a big mistake. And so mm. ended up going back with more clothes on. Mm. There's no okay, so there's you you would not be naked for any sort of exercise that I you mean, could think of. That I can think of. For me, for for someone with a penis and, and testicles, it's not very fun because you you like things you're getting in the way now. It's yeah. Depending upon what it like is you're sweat doing, is so getting in the way. no. Okay, I was talking about something like a, like a something that takes up like some real physical space, like you know what I mean, as opposed to just like sweat like on your on your body but it's the same idea like i would it's like you have to you have a whole other thing you have to deal with so just dress in a way that that eliminates all of that so keep your shirt on (laughs) anywho so i was not uh, climbing mindfully back when i when i last climbed i was definitely in there trying to show people what's up wait a minute are you trying to cut yeah, and I should have got a serrated knife. No. Wait, wait, I just got it. Oh, okay, I was about to say, I can, I can get that thing. Okay, so again, back to me trying a bunch of new things since I've been here. So I can sense by your level of excitement <laughs> that this is the way it's supposed to be. This yeah. is the, the level of ripeness. I tried a fruit that a friend or someone gave me recently, and it's called a sapote. It's like a Salvadorian dish, and I, and I fucked it up. I ate it too early. Now, this looks wildly interesting this, what is this is a passion fruit it. right yeah. what the fuck is this smell it i mean it smells amazing yeah and, and, it's, and it's so funny because i have definitely had passion fruit things oh like the pog juice that right. i told you about but until you have it by itself and isn't it wonderfully hideous it's so nasty <laughs> this looks so gross i know this looks like so many nasty things put together. <laughs> like it looks like they're like these could be uh, insect embryos. <laughs> like like if I <laughs> if we would have just let this sit a little bit longer, like there would have been some hatching inside yeah. of here. Uh, mucus for sure. Yeah, it's kind of like that fish egg, but there's this weird right. milkiness to it that kind of makes it look gross. And you scoop it out with a spoon. Yeah. yeah and the seeds will be real crunchy. I understand why they would make a pog juice, like orange juice, passion fruit, and guava, because yeah. this this smells like that's what it's supposed to. Some people have a hard time with the seeds because they're big and crunchy, but... I eat pomegranate seeds. Yeah. There you go. Wow. What are people doing when they stop trying new things? <laughs> you know, like, what are they doing? 
I had white asparagus ice cream with oat crumbles and candied rhubarb. And I don't remember the last time I had a rhubarb. I don't remember the last time I had, I'd never had white asparagus, by the way. I don't know what that is. It just tastes less. Less. <laughs> it tastes less. Well, Period. Everything you get from asparagus, le- <laughs> less than that. Well, you know, if someone wanted to make it sound good, they'd say it's more mild and it's a little sweeter. It's, it just... It's Which just, is what the fucking guy said to us. Right. It just mm-hmm. tastes... It's like asparagus, but less. What a sweetheart John was. Mmm. <laughs> wow. You... And the seeds... They're big, but they kind of crack. Yeah, they go it's not straight. Like a, it's like a. Yeah, they go straight, straight down. These things. Tangy. Yeah. But a sweetness on the back end, like orange juice. It should make sense. Wow. And then it's so, and then it's so easy. What calories are these things? Look at that. That was so you hollow that out quickly. Yeah, I could pro- I could eat eight of these. Wow. They're expensive here, but if you go, you know. Between this, that the white asparagus ice cream. What else did I try that was just crazy? A oh. salad turn well, that wasn't crazy. <laughs> uh, just what, the salad that you made? The salad turn up. <laughs> What was that? Yeah, that, so it wasn't crazy. It was a little white, oh, the white thing that I yeah, handed you. Yeah, it was like a horseradish slash yeah. turnip parsnip freaking thing. Like dirt. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Yeah, I love these things. Which it's, one was the best? Oh, between all of those? Mm-hmm. Um, well, they're all just surprising. That's the thing. I don't know if I'm going to pick. Like, I'm not going to. There are all these different things you can do culinary and culinarily. And I don't I don't know if, again, I would now adopt it. It's sort of like those beer floats we were looking at. <laughs> right? We have fucking. You're comparing passion fruit to beer floats? <laughs> well, no, just in the fact it would be something new if I tried it. And they may have some of those some of those flavors down right like the cherry lime sorbet inside of a pilsner I'm sh- or I'm an sure orange sherbet a- inside of a blue moon or you know a fucking chocolate fudge inside of a a porter or something like that like i'm certain it makes sense there's a best way to do everything but just because it's the best way doesn't mean that it's still a good idea <laughs> wait, wait, oh wait, if it's the best, it's just, oh, the just best like of all a bad of, idea so, so it's just, oh, the best, idea. the best. Of, <laughs> so, man, this was the best bad idea that you come up with. In. So, sure, like cherry and lime and pilsner, maybe that makes sense, but it's still beer it's still, and ice cream. Yeah. And I, you know. And aside from it, just because if it tastes good, it tastes good. But you have to reckon with the fact that you're eating ice cream and beer now. (laughs) (laughs) Carbs, alcohol, sugar, dairy. What what more could you want? You got each of the major categories that's going to make you feel horrible. Damn. (laughs) 
And you're probably eating a lot of it, all of it. Well, yeah, I mean, so have I, but n- not in one glass. So coffee, really, you feel nothing? Like, it does nothing. Like, I, I really no, need to figure this no, out. Okay. it's not that it does nothing. It's exactly, if you go a week without drinking alcohol, you have a drink, and you feel it much more than if you had two drinks the night before. It's the same thing. Yeah, okay. So you do drink coffee, and you do... F- there is a noticeable difference yeah. from before to yeah. after. You just don't feel like it really boosts your productivity. Like you're really going to get more things done than you would have had you not drank the coffee. No, because because the things that I'm doing, I like to do. And so, and so you're going to do them mean. anyway. But are you OK? And you're going to do them with the same level of fervor. That's what I mean. Like, of course, you're like you're going to do the things. This was this was me on Adderall. Like I'll pro- I'm probably gonna do those things, but the level at which I'm about to do this thing <laughs> is about to be completely fucking different if I'm hopped up on like coffee Adderall. I think it's just gonna be a certain level of the I don't distance want, I don't... that I'm gonna close in on. Yeah, I think if I'm feeling Zoom that, effect. it's too much coffee. Oh, really? Oh, no, and then probably at that point, you're shaking yeah, and you, your ears are probably popping. Like, I can't be like this holding a scalpel. and. Oh, uh, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to do. Oh, uh, yeah. You're trying to do very, like, you're trying to refine things with, like, yeah. these itty-bitty tools. <laughs> There's no, like, drink coffee and power through. It's <laughs> not... That's not that's not your job, yeah. Right, right. And the coffee, the reason I do it in the morning is the, it's much more so the process than the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is something you did with your mom growing up, like your family, like there was coffee in the mornings and it was like a thing. And it's like a way to carve out time and and there's something. It's ritualistic. Yeah, when you do the same, go through the same steps, it allows. Like holds the space and lets you get something different out of that space each time you do it. You said the first time you do it. No, each time you do. Oh, it. each time you do it. I think, I think lots of people have it when they do something over and over again. They check out and kind of go on autopilot. But when mm. I, when I find if I have if I do when I repeat things gives me more space that's an interesting way of looking at it it gives you more space that's roughly what i was trying to describe to you when climbing over and over is like at first i'm just realizing what the fuck i'm feeling i'm like i'm high up that feels weird trying to put my hands in my little bunched up toes in this fucking shoe (laughs) like in these little crevices and trying to find space like this is this is new. Okay. Um and then now the way I'm trying to conform to the wall. Like okay, this is new. Like I'm trying to hug it. I'm fucking twisting my hips out and all this sort of stuff. I'm doing all these new things. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And then the more and more I'm doing it, I'm I'm paying attention to what I'm learning and how my body is adapting in real time. And I'm thinking, I'm doing the same wall again and again, but it is creating a new space. Like I'm not, now again, this was me in 
40 minutes of time. So it's not something now, maybe if I went back there for the next two months and I kept doing the same wall, maybe it'd be different. I don't think it would, but I could see why people would just, no, no, no. You just go through the motions. You stop thinking about it. You just stop. Although I, I think some people want that. Yeah. Right. The unplugging, right. That's the exercise for people is like, do it so much that you don't have to think about it anymore. So then you, whilst you're doing it, you can just let your mind just bounce around, do whatever. Or nothing. Or nothing. I think it's a lot of nothing. When I was doing that fucking thing, I was like, this isn't the type, especially when you get into, I can imagine the people that just free climb. I'm because I'm doing it and I'm like, oh, if you're a real fucking climber. I, I couldn't imagine there being an ounce of space to be thinking about anything else when you're climbing a real fucking mountain. Like there's just there's unless you're so good. Lots of climbers. Like you're sitting up there, you're thinking about shit like you're thinking about other points in your life. Like that's so crazy to me. Like the people that sleep on the side of a mountain, like they just fucking put those metal gears in there and put a hammock up and sleep just over air it's not for me that's craziness but you but at that point in time you must just be so ingrained like you live on the side of mountains most of your life like you just you sleep in the air often just vertical with the ground 100 feet below you or whatever a whole different i think you're looking for something else if you're doing that well you said a lot of those people are like Old drug addicts or whatever, recovering drug addicts. I mean, the real crazy, yeah, free climbing people. Are you looking for that thrill? (laughs) This is entirely Hmm. unrelated. I had a question I was going to ask you before, and I figured I'd wait. What, why, what is the point? Why are we doing this? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was thinking, I was thinking. That's a great question, but I'm going to let you finish. Because... We would be sitting here having a conversation regardless. And I certainly don't feel like anything that I have to say, especially to you, is something that other people... Oh, yeah, you're already going the wrong way with this. But okay, I see what you're saying. Right. Well, like, I don't have anything to that I need to tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a platform. <laughs> so, so it's not for my benefit. <laughs> Uh, I've learned, I've learned a lot about this as I've gone. Um, I think that formulating it that way, you're already at a deficit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, oh, I mean, okay. I've heard you talk about that, you know, it holds a space for conversation and maybe people that you didn't know well, but none of that, like we would be having, we would be sitting here having a conversation regardless. So there are a lot of things, and I don't do it for any one reason. Um, it's sort of like when I was talking to you about the professor from <clears throat> uh, University of Las Vegas, and you're being like, well, if this guy, Dr. Russell Herbert, if he's performing these descriptive experience sampling experiments on these students, and he wants to know what their experience is like, and they can't, they can't explain it to him, I mean, is he not just trying to let us know that people don't have an inner monologue, that they they're really not being real observers of their experience? And the answer is no. 
if, if I mean, if that was the case, it'd be, it wouldn't be nearly as fun, right? I think even from his standpoint as a scientist, he'd just be like, yeah, I know you guys don't have inner monologues. Like, most of us don't. I'm going to shut this experiment down. I don't even know why I'm doing this. Like, He's doing it because he doesn't even know. And I think a lot of scientists do that. Like, I don't know where this gets us. I just know that I'm interested in it. I know that I'm drawn to it. And I think from that, other things just happen. So as I was having the conversation with you the other day about a friend and I got like choked up in a moment, which was very interesting because I did not see that shit coming at all. But I was telling you about a friend that was telling me what I meant to them conversationally, spatially, emotionally, whatever. Um, And that I just brought new perspectives to their life, which meant a lot to them. You just never fucking know. You, You just never know what your words and your tone of voice and you just hanging out with someone means. It's really, really weird because I've had people say, hey, I listened to that thing and it made me think about X, Y, and Z or it made me feel X, Y, and Z or whatever. I cried at this point or I, you know, I thought that this was so funny or I had never thought about this that way. I don't fucking know what's good. You, you have no idea. Like when you're just having a regular ass conversation, you have no idea the magic that's taking place there because you're a part of it and you're just you're doing it with a friend and you do it all the time. It's not a big fucking deal. From someone sitting in, I've told you this often. I'm like, I'm like Lindsay. Like, if people read some of our text message threads, I've told you this. Like, it would, it's, it is interesting. You are just, and but it is a big deal. What's a big deal to whom and when and where? Like, like, like I said, if I get older, if I'm 50 years old and I have just archives of just like 500 episodes of conversations I've had through like a decade of my life or two decades or something like that. It's interesting to know who I was and who I was talking to and what they were listening so, okay. to. Some people go back and listen to their episodes. Like you might feel five years from now, like if if for anyone in the world that journals and goes back and looks at things that they wrote down, it's just go like back whoa. And look at them though. Well, some I don't know what people do. I, I've <laughs> I've gone back and looked at certain things and been like, ah, I remember that idea. I remember when I came across that idea. And I remember what that meant, like whether it was out of a movie or a book and what that meant for me and why I wrote this down. Like I I can when sometimes you're transported back, like you you see what you were saying. And maybe if you have the date, because I'll put like the date, the mood, like stuff like that. And I'll be like, oh, I remember how I felt like I remember this. This was a pivotal point in my life. Like this was very interesting. So it's just like documenting that sort of stuff. A lot of people like to take photos. I, I'm not a photo taker. Does it... Um, this blinding light... <laughs> you gotta stop saying this. <laughs> this searing light. These this... nausea-inducing headphones. Yes, all of that. Does it add... Does or it tickle. add importance to you in the moment? Or it's just a way... It's just like for future you? Um... Or, or there, 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 again, there, again, there are so it. many different elements to podcasting that like, I can't give any one answer. Like, let's take one of these things. These headphones. We can totally take these headphones right now. We can continue to have a car. Like, it's not like if we take this <laughs> off, like all of this stops. It's all over. Yeah, exactly. So we can definitely we can take them off at any point in time. Um, can one what person I will wear say, them and the other person doesn't? Sure. It doesn't fucking matter. You can take them off. Like, it, so what's the benefit of it? Well, so... 
I don't think that it's necessary here. Between and when I say that, I mean between you and I. What I will say is that, it, like, actually, at all, really. What I will say is that through doing this, you don't speak to that many humans. Hey. <laughs> but when you do and you speak to them at length, at length matters. Uh-huh. You realize that people, well, I mean, it's not even that. You know, people love their phones. You know, people love distractions. It's so difficult for people to hone their attention for long periods of time to have a long, drawn out conversation. So there are things like noises that get in the way and just there are a lot of shiny objects that, yeah, that get in the way of people's attention and just having like a very present conversation. When you put headphones on, the noise canceling for the most part, headphones, and it's just you're just listening to me now. Now, this is usually what you're doing. So it's not right. a huge deal for you. <laughs> but a lot of people absolutely need headphones wow, really? on. Yeah, for sure. Have you done it without headphones and had to be like, hey. <laughs> yeah, oh, Focus. like pull it, pull it back. I'm, yeah. 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 But, but I, I did it without headphones for a very long time. So I knew there's a huge difference. Like yeah. once I got all this equipment and put headphones on. Interesting. And then people felt like once they put them on, they're like, oh. Like you could tell like the, the focus zoomed in because it feels like you're now inside of a space. Like you're inside of the pod. That makes me wonder what the average person, what's going on when you're talking to somebody? We've talked like, about this all the time. They're thinking about all like sorts of shit. Like ten percent uh, there. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna give it a percentage. And ten percent, you just need to get the fuck out of the door if it's at ten percent. But I just feel like, yeah, again, what am I gonna watch on Netflix later on? Why did I say that stupid thing to that girl a week ago? Um, fuck, you know, I, I I've been feeling this slight discomfort in my lower back. I wonder if that's like a real, God. like that's like a real like issue. Like, am I gonna have to go to the doctor for that? Um, and is then, my dog losing his voice? Is your dog losing his voice? Sometimes you're just talking to the person and it's literally about what's being said. Like, um, there's so many levels to anxiety. Just, just so many. Like, you could just say something. And if I am an extremely agreeable person, I'm just really nice, really kind. And But I'm also a little insecure. And if you say something and I don't know what the word is, like, am I going to ask you what the word is and look stupid? Right or it would look way less stupid if you just pretended to know and then you and then it wrong. and then and then the conversation <laughs> showed better. that yeah. you didn't know. I know. So, but it but people do that all the time, or like, or maybe I don't want to inconvenience them by having to have them stop yeah. their train of thought to ex- now explain to me what they're talking about. There's so many different levels to things, but ultimately people's minds are all over the place. We know this. People's minds are all over the place. So this just helps helps people focus and, and, and zoom in. I'll tell you what else it does. If you start speaking over me, you will get uncomfortable very fast because mm. you're just going to hear these frequencies clashing and you're not going to hear me. And, you're, you, and that doesn't happen when you don't have headphones on. Yeah. People speak over each other all the time and they just assume that the message got over there. <laughs> And, 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 yeah. And some people don't yield like someone will start speaking. The other person will start speaking and no one yields. And they just like keep talking. 
I don't know, maybe <laughs> hoping that the other person will stop talking. Like, why are you still talking if I'm talking right now? Like, and you hope that they stop talking. Um, and then through. so both of you guys just keep talking through your whole stream of consciousness, oh, through, through your whole line of thought. And then you both stop. <laughs> and now you're looking at each other and it's like, now who responds to who? Right. Because we both weren't listening to each other. And we both have to also on some level recognize that we both didn't yield <laughs> and we we both just powered ourselves into the space and didn't. Got up that wall. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's weird. So headphones cancel that out as well because yeah. you, you immediately notice that you're speaking over someone else's frequency. So Which it's usually- so there's small communicational things. Yeah. Uh, that this that this uh, facilitates. It's like it's like handing someone some skills. Yeah. That they don't maybe have. Right. Because you should be able, if when you're talking over somebody, <laughs> if you're listening to them, it should sound wrong. Yes. And and that I mean I know I do it to you, but there's like a back and forth. You should also be able to tell. Yeah. Okay, do I keep going or am I going to stop? Or like. Yeah. There's a there's an aptitude. There's a sensitivity. <laughs> exactly. Everything is not the right answer all the time. Like, so you just, you, you figure it out. It's a, like everything. I feel like it's just best to look at it as dance partners. Yeah. Don't step on my fucking toe. Like, why are you stepping on my toes? Well, that's pretty cool. So you hand someone a set of headphones and they're better at conversation. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of what it takes. Huh? That's a lot of what it takes. And then, like I said, through time, all of this slowly starts to go away. It's only like the first 30 minutes people are really worried about like microphones and headphones and lights and all that sort of stuff. And just like, you, it surprises me what human beings get used to very fast. I mean, okay. I, maybe I'll get used to it. I'll never like it. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I'll continue to wish that it was not there. <laughs> What? Just the fact that it's in your consciousness is something you wish wasn't there. It's taken up too much space. Yeah. You know, I so I went into the kitchen this morning and I turned on the lights because, you know, it's the kitchen and there's dishes and you put things away and see where. And I thought, this is filling up a space that doesn't need to be filled up when Tur- I turned off the light. When you turned off the light? When I turned on, like kind of out of habit. And it felt like. I mean, it's a very physical, the light's filling up all the space, and it doesn't need to be filled up. It's like... What the fuck are you talking about <laughs> right now? <laughs> it's this, like with music or with a light, or you walk into a room and you turn on noise or you turn on light, and it's taking up... It's like filling up space that doesn't need to be filled up it's okay you feel like it's just yeah like it's it's just out of place quiet or if it's dark oh i'm with you okay yes okay that's what how that's why i walk the way i walk (laughs) that's why everyone says i have light feet i just i like to see what it's like if i'm not there like if i'm just not disrupting things it's my idea about grace like what are things like when you're just like dracula just fucking coasting through like you're just gliding through um and you're doing things and they're effective like i'm not talking about being the type of person where you're just walking on eggshells because you don't want to disturb anything but you're gracefully and efficiently and effectively getting your things done 
whilst making the least amount of disruption possible. I think there's something so beautiful in that. That's what that's 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 the the rock climbing meditation for me. Like if I could, if this could look like if what would ballerina rock climbing look like? Like that's what I want to do. I want I want to know what it's like to just every movement is just smooth and just leads into the next one. Like how can I create that? That's what I want to do. Sometimes though the if you walk with your heels <laughs> walking on your heels is just so boom, 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 boom. yeah but sometimes the the presence lets you see, see what it's like when you're not there because it's so jarring oh because it's jarring yeah but you're always there so if you're just <laughs> always stomping around how do you ever get the wh what's happening when you're not doing that other activities what sitting down like not using <laughs> like not using your feet at all well, like climbing or like oh like you just for me oh. walking isn't it <laughs> mm. and you know i think walking for me many years of being sort of almost apologetic for my presence mm -hmm. and when i stopped doing that my heels started hitting the floor oh yeah. is that right yeah. uh yeah. see you see you were, see you were tiptoeing around see yep yeah you were like, the person literally. i was just talking about yeah like yeah. you were tiptoeing around trying not to well and like being dance many years of dance training like you learn that's also habit mm. of walking but it's with Yet it's holding something back and kind of in an apologetic way. Um, and not not necessarily a productive way. Mm. Yeah, I don't think that's what I'm doing at all. And so now I just put my foot on the floor how it wants to go. Yeah, I mean, I also am aware of people, other people. So, it, I mean, I don't want to have to make a ruckus if I don't need to. <laughs> You know, like it's just stomping over people's heads. Like if it, like if I don't need to do that, I'd like to not do it. And I don't need to do it, so I'm probably not going to do it. Do you think I walk particularly loud, or just louder than you? It's everyone walks louder than me. Um, that heel certainly does come down. <laughs> um, but it was like what you were asking me about conversation. Like in that. 45 minutes or whatever space anyone's holding when I'm having a conversation with them and they feel or I sense I think that they feel some sort of un or you know um, unpleasantness is it my responsibility to do something about that mm -hmm. um it, it's that same sort of thing I just think it's unnecessary for me to to make them feel worse <laughs> or 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 to do anything that would aid or bolster or encourage the anxiety. Like, I just think it's it's unnecessary. Um, so I don't do it. So it's sort of like just walking. Like I don't like I don't need to disturb people with my walking. It's unnecessary, so I don't do it. And there's just certain things you don't you just don't have to do that would clearly and directly disturb other humans. Uh, so I just don't do those things. And and it doesn't hurt me to not do them. Well, so, yeah, that's the difference. That's the thing, it, yeah. It doesn't disturb me. something away from you, then it's not 
I mean, to me, it's not worth it. I've talked about being in the sauna before and pe- like the light being off. And like, I didn't cut the light off when I went in there, but like the light's off. And then someone coming in and like cutting the light on and playing music. Like, <clears throat> now, some people are like, Earl, why don't you fucking tell a person to like cut the light back off and to do this and do that? And I'm like, that's a perspective. I wouldn't be upset at you for doing that. But I'm most likely just going to adapt because for them, it I think it means more to them to yeah. have the light on and to play their music than it does for me to yeah. tell them to stop doing that. So I'm, I'm going to allow them to do that thing. That's how I feel about it. A lot of just release of resistance is where I'm at in life because it doesn't matter to yes, me. Yes, I know. You know what I mean? It's like somebody. Which I thought for the longest time was laziness. Right. Yeah, laziness or a lack of backbone or spine. You know what I mean? That Something I like that. that. I just thought you were lazy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely did. <laughs> yeah. But I think you just you just tend towards the path of least resistance. Yeah. Because I don't. I. I because if I didn't, I would be admitting to myself that it's one of two things. Either I'm being petty about something that I don't care about, which is a bad way to go. Like I'm trying to start a fight over something I don't care about. Or I really do care about the thing. And then I have to ask myself, well, why do you care so much about this thing? And then as soon as that question's asked, I'm like, oh, I don't actually. Let me get out of here. <laughs> so that's that's usually where I'm at. Like I just don't, I don't care. I had a conversation with my friends about being out with your significant other and th- we actually, matter of fact, had a conversation about this yesterday, you and I, about be- mm-hmm. being out with your family <laughs> and someone trying to proposition you, trying to get your interest in front of your family and like how that can go wrong and how it can go right. Um, that's it. It takes grace. <laughs> it. <laughs> It takes grace to be able to do these things, man, to to, to walk these fucking lines because they're very, very thin. Um, but for me, I just if if someone were to come up to me and I'm with my significant other, just like if I was with my family and someone came up and tried to proposition my daughter. I'm in observer mode immediately because I'm already I'm so interested and like the behavioral study aspect of it. Oh my God, I just want to know. Like, please don't let me block this situation here. Like, don't, like, I just want to see what happens because, again, we are in a controlled environment. If I'm with the family, there's no young boy that's about to come over and overpower <laughs> the situation. Like, we are in total control here. Like, everything is fine. So shoot your shot. Try, try, like, see what happens. Like, let's see what happens. This is fucking exciting. Let's see what happens here. As long as the daughter's okay and she feels comfortable, again, she can speak for herself. Like, let's see. I'm just enjoying my meal. Just (laughs) let's see what the fuck happens. And so same thing with your significant other. If someone came up and like you were at a bar and it wasn't completely obvious that you were with the person or maybe even if, well, I don't know. But the person comes over and they try to proposition your significant other. What is your response to that? Like, what do you do? Right. Because as far as I'm concerned, again, my significant other, like my hypothetical daughter, 
can speak for herself. She, she's, a, she's a whole human. Yeah, it really has nothing to do with you. Right? That's what I'm saying. So I don't need to play a part in that unless I need to play a part in that. Unless it gets out of... Well, yeah, if the person that you care about is asking for assistance. For assistance, like, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> this right, is sorry. getting... Yeah, it's like, okay, I need to jump in. Yeah. Tag me in. Like, I'm in. Immediately. No questions asked. But aside from that, as long as you're comfortable... I want to see what happens here. <laughs> I just want to observe. What I want to see what this person has to say. Like, what's their shtick? What's like? How are they going to try to sell you? Like that? How are they going to try to market themselves? That's interesting to me. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with compliments? How do you deal with someone kind of bullshitting you? Like trying someone trying yeah. to win you over? Like how do? You, that's so interesting to me. I wish I could watch people on dates all the time. It's so fascinating. Friends are fun to watch, but the least familiar people are. Those situations are so much fun to watch because you're trying to see these two awkward people. Like, how did how do they figure it out? Because most people are not good at that. So it's fun watching people fumble through things and figure it out at some point in time. Um, like watching a child drop stuff and pick it up yeah. and drop stuff and fall on the ground and get back up and keep going. And you're like. You're rooting for him. Like I see you. You're working towards something. You're you're getting there. I don't know what exactly how you're building it in your mind, but it's it's getting there. You're building the muscle. So it's fun watching people do that. It's good. I have no idea if I if I'll be any good at it. Be any good at being the observer of it? No, being the person on the date. Oh, if you'd be any good at the date, how, why why do you say? Because. Because there's kind of this understanding of an awkwardness and a. I don't think I would participate in the way that the other person was expecting. Well, who the fuck knows how they would expect kumquat time? <laughs> weird names. Oh, this must have come. I bet you. Um, Alexa. Hey, Alexa. <laughs> Where does the term kumquat come from? I bet you it's Indian or, or Arabic. Thank you, Siri. Er, sorry, Alexa. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can't call the wrong issue. Is that what? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Come quiet. Why does that make sense? Uh, K's and Q's. Yeah. K's and Q's. We don't use like a whole lot of those. Yeah. On this side of the world. Or in like the Spanish speaking world. Not. Not like, yeah, not Yeah, case. like any other romantic language. Yeah, it's not a thing. Um, so how do you think that these humans are expecting you to present yourself or behave at on a date? Why are you going into it with these notions? What are you talking about, I'm not Lindsay? going into it. That's the thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's not taking care of it. <laughs> it's just a general wondering. I'm not concerned. Okay. But what do you think? Okay. Why do you think that you are not going to participate at a friendly dating level? Just I didn't say I'm not going to be friendly. I just don't think that... Well, inappropriate... Because you feel like you're not going to be an appropriate uh, It would be appropriate to, partner. to me. I, don't, I think there are very few people that... 
would be expecting someone to behave the way that I behave. What are you going to do? I mean, <laughs> okay. Not make small talk? Not talk about, not make them feel comfortable if they're awkward? Not. I don't think you have to do those things. But I think there's an expectation, especially if it's a man. I know. I've been on dates with women that say that there are just times when you just take the phone out. You just and I and clearly you don't want to go out to do this, but phones just come out and you just start scrolling. You start doing no. something else. Maybe you start looking for another date. People do that. If I felt the urge to take my phone, see, that's the thing. I'm not playing. I would say, you know, this is just not. We're not. Yeah. It's time to leave. That's the thing. Taking your phone, and this is why all these social things are fascinating to me. If you're with a friend and they take a phone out to do something, there's more of allowance there. But if you're meeting someone, it's a stranger, and you guys are going out on a date, so, and they take their phone out. I mean, if they take their whatever, you don't know what's going on unless you say, hey, it bothers me when the, you take your phone. There's a duration of time sure. that is not really allowed. But if I am meeting a brand new person and I'm supposed to be excited about them and I feel the <laughs> urge to take my phone out, something's yeah. not. Because I'm not that, I don't often have that urge. And so yeah, but you may just call it a night. You may just go out on a date and the person is not expecting any of these things, like for you to make them feel, for you to coddle them or anything like that. I mean, you've met people that wanted you wanted, they wanted you to take care of them, but that happens. But everybody doesn't want that. And so you may just come across some people that just. Maybe. What, the, <laughs> like, yeah, sure, man. I'm not going to figure it the fuck out. Um, like your conversation, I don't think you're difficult to talk to. Maybe it's also because I'm me. <laughs> right. That's that's my right. I'm, of course, I'm not difficult to talk to for you. But if it's a, if it's not the right. Person, so you don't like to talk to me about small talk. You don't. When you say you don't want to have small talk, do you not see a utility in it? Like, if someone so right, because yeah, certainly there's a utility in it, and I'm not going on a date for the sake of utility. That's. A, so when you so if you were to go out like. Someone interested you, you interested them. You guys, let's just let's get some coffee. You know, yeah, sure, that's fine. I got nothing going on that day. Let's fucking do it. And you go out. What would you? I mean, and this is so hypothetical because there would be so many things that you may want to talk to, depending upon this specific set of circumstances. Like if you guys met at a fucking bookstore or wherever it met, because th those are all factors now. But what level of conversation are you looking for it to start off with? Is <laughs> like where I'm trying to figure it out. Because I, I used to say these types of things that you're saying. And I distinctly remember being on the latter end of an acid trip and going to my parents' house. And my, my dad was going somewhere. I think he was working. And I'm talking to my mom and I'm still, my mind's still kind of going. And I'm just like, mom, like did acid yesterday. I'm still kind of on it a little bit. I got to talk to you about some things. And I'm talking to, I was like 21, 22, probably at this time. And I was like, I realized I don't want to talk to anyone about any of that small shit ever. Like I just want to talk about 
what is going on at a truly profoundly existential level. Okay, that, that, I'm not. Well, that's where I was at. I'm saying it's an extreme, but it's where I was at. And slowly I moved throughout that spectrum and experienced more. I'm trying to figure out exactly where you are on the spectrum and what it is you're trying to get from the conversation. Like, can you explain? Because sometimes it's very difficult to explain what it looks like or sounds like out of a conversation. Because you're not saying, I need the super existential stuff. Because I've had to tell people this as well. Like, I'm not, we don't have to talk about the cosmos and, and, you know, the mysticism of the world and all this sort of shit. But there's still a, a centeredness about the types of conversations that I do like. And I've just mostly been calling them adult conversations, right? Where just two people can look at each other and just speak level-headedly about ideas and, and tell stories and, and laugh. And there are a lot of people that, have a really hard time doing that. Yeah, you need a better word for it. Adult. Exactly. Mean- exactly. <laughs> I know. It's really tough to talk about. So I'm trying to ask you. It could be it could be about anything. It could be about the smallest, most unimportant Which we talk about. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, because we talk about unimportant shit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but it so most certainly doesn't seem that way. Well yeah. So it's not it's not subject matter. It's just the quality of the conversation. Right. Because you and I, that. like, we're talking about, what the fuck is it? Like, red leaf cabbage or... Red oak leaf red, lettuce. Red oak leaf lettuce, the right? The wilty shit. The wilty <laughs> shit in that fucking field greens mix that has been pissing salad eaters off for years now. <laughs> Everyone that eats salad here and gets that salad mix, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the purple shit in that salad mix that ruins the rest of the Brown salad mix. Brown it's a leaky, smelly. it starts smelling. And, and the other stuff starts to rot. And it doesn't last long. You have to eat the thing immediately. Yeah, like a week. You gotta, you gotta, and that's pushing it. <laughs> you gotta wait. And if you let it warm up in your car on the way home and then you put mm. it in the fridge and condensation. Mm, see, I wasn't even doing the science. See, I wasn't even doing the science. down. So you should probably bring like a freezer bag as you purchase yeah, your items no, to the if store. That's what you're doing <laughs> <laughs> to try to preserve the, the red oak lettuce. lettuce. Yeah, exactly. But this is an example of something. This doesn't fucking matter. No, but now we're talking about it again. <laughs> and that's that's so to some degree that's the level of conversation. See, that's what I'm saying. I think you can very easily find someone and have a conversation about leaves leaves or whatever the case is very easily okay that's i did a little too much i did i did did a bit too much i'm just saying your average person won't remark on the small things yeah but although they're speaking about what you think or my best way of looking i've talked about the pool the oh yeah oh yeah the (laughs) headphones oh yeah (laughs) All right, it's now fine. again, you, t- you can I'm take not, them okay. off at any I'm moment. I'm not there yet. It's fine still. Um, damn, what did I just the say? Pool? Oh, the pool aspect. Yes, of if you're in a pool, th- there's this hypothetical pool has a shallow end and a deep end, mm-hmm. and there are people, conversationally speaking, that will. Stay in the shallow end. That's where they feel comfortable. They stay in the shallow end. They're, they stand up in the shallow end. They just want the water 
to just hit their knees and they just like to splash around and dance and like throw frisbee and play whatever games that people like to play, right? A little Marco Polo over there. That's where they like to do. And that's fine. And you, you, so you speak about lettuce on a very superficial, just like lettuce level. Like, I love lettuce. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, leafy I, leafy greens are good for leafy you. Leafy greens, they're good for you. I hear they have vi- vitamin K and antioxidants in them. And, <laughs> Well, they they may they may here. reduce <laughs> blood pressure and cancer in you, and uh, it's great. Like, what do you like to put in your salads? <laughs> That's a salad conversation. Maybe you don't like that one so much, but it's a salad conversation. And, and then there's a, another way of doing it. That's the world is weird. There's this there's a way of just getting deep into certain things that it's it's weird for certain people to be able to tap into that and not because again it doesn't mean you have to be a scientist and learn how to break down the molecular buildup of what a leafy green is and get into all of that because we're not talking about that stuff but yet still there is a there's something compelling about the conversation that we're having so it's interesting trying to tap into whatever the fuck that thing is um the pool analogy is good. I was... Oh, right. Hold on. Let me finish that. And then there are people that travel over to the deep end, but they still stay above water. They still tread water. So those are people talking about seemingly deep things, and they're just mm-hmm. using all the right buzzwords of whatever paradigm you're living in at that time. So you use all the right buzzwords. They say inclusivity. Maybe they use the words... They say so. just a bunch of political shit. Who the fuck knows? Maybe they're talking about COVID. Maybe they're talking about socioeconomical issues. They're talking about race. They're talking about religion. They're talking about war. Who knows what the fuck they're talking about? So they use all these things. They Maybe they use the, the word mindfulness and wellness in there. So they say a bunch of words and they're talking about deep shit. Oh, oh, the cosmos. You ever think about aliens? You ever think about consciousness? But they're very surface, that, deep that's, things. That is worse than the shallow end. See? It, but and then you can actually go under the water in the deep the end. The people in the shallow end are at least having fun. Yeah, but also people in the deep end doing that often don't know that they're shallow deep talkers. Yeah. Right until you fuck around and meet someone that likes to go deep sea diving, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh no, oh no. I didn't mean it. Exactly. But you can also be in the shallow end. And you can put your head under the water. You can still get underwater. You you can still talk about very shallow things. White asparagus ice cream. Let's talk about it. Like (laughs) we can still talk about those things and reach a certain depth about it that is exhilarating and does take you having to hold your breath. Like you, you, you're gonna have to do something to get there. Um, So it's 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 interesting. But I I think that analogy kind of sums up what it is that you're looking for. Like you just want. Yeah, that that care what end of the pool it doesn't matter what end of the pool right it is. right it doesn't matter what end of the pool it is but but i'm still i don't know i don't know that it's laziness i'm, I'm just disinterested in you're just disinterested getting in, in the pool yeah when you're disinterested in something do, what, that's just what it is yeah why would i try and talk myself into it <laughs> um have you never found utility in trying to talk yourself into something like because because you know you're disinterested in it but you know that there is a space like you could get interested in it 
Yeah, you know that the interest resides there, but you're uninterested in finding the interest. Like, like there are plenty of things. I could be a fucking archaeologist. I know I could. I could. There's a, could. When I say that, what I mean is, <laughs> mentally speaking, to, exactly. Like there are things that like I could do if I, I wanted said to a do. Of months ago. I don't. Did I? Was, did I refute that? Yes, because I said. If I wanted to, I could be. Oh, and yeah. And response was, I have, well, you said it in a nicer way, but I have an issue with could. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is a weird thing because you're just saying, well, if I was something, then I would be that. Well, you know, but specifically talking about it's like It's like people ability. saying, it's like saying when people just like, oh, if I was that person, I would have did. No, you wouldn't have. If you were that person, you would have done right. exactly what they did because you'd be them. Right. But there's a difference in saying if you wanted to do so, because you're already creating a world that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So if you were if you were in the position where right. you wanted to be an archaeologist, you could do it. And I think that who I am now, there's a level of interest in in archaeology that I could find if I decided to go into that hole. It's boring. You you think to, I've done it. <laughs> why is it boring? Well, to you. Unless you're, um, it depends on your role. So I was just digging and (laughs) you can be, well, you can be a conservator on site and you can actually, you know, work on objects that come out of the hole. You can be that person running the dig, but if you're just there digging, Mm. it's all the, you're getting a hole and you dig up a inch of dirt in the most even layer possible. Mm. And then you dig up the next intro. Mm. It's all—it's the smallest picture of the coolest project. Right. And you just have this like mm. getting that whole dig. You take water break, but get back in. Damn. <laughs> it's not you know it's, yeah, it's, it's a really not. incredible project and. Yeah, it's not just like big ad- grand adventure. No. <laughs> you're just like, pulling up older relics out of the right. ground. Like, oh, like look at this guy! Actually, putting blinders on <laughs> and digging. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. There are many people that love archaeology. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, for That's sure. Just my perspective. So, um. So point being, okay. You so you you don't have an interest in in having the the, whether it be the deep talk or the small talk with the people. It just it that just it just doesn't interest you. Yeah. If you can't, you just can't care if you don't care, and if you're not thinking about well why yeah i get it i usually see that there is a grant like an immense <laughs> like say you're reading something to some people and you're like man this really means something to me <laughs> and then they don't really ask you why <laughs> you read <laughs> they don't really ask you why that meant something to you they just kind of gloss over it uh that's interesting because even though you don't see interest in the passages they read, they do. So it would interest me to know right. what they saw. And so that's what I'm kind of getting to here is do you do you see the interest where you are uninterested? Yes. Right. And I have this general idea that something in the future is coming. Mm. And it'll get here when it gets here. Okay. And okay. in the meantime, there's so many other things I'm really excited about. Yeah, that's generally how I live. Like, that's 
a lot of the questions you have asked me about why I do things the way I do is that's that's a rough yeah, answer of there it. There is abs- yes, definitely. In all of the there I have interest in what I'm disinterested in, but I have no interest in Go yeah. And you can't. Plowing how you, you could try. It, it, People if can. I I would in another life I'd be a cobbler. I'd want to know how to put shoes together. I'd want to know how to be a chemist. I, I there's there are infinite lives that I would want to live. I'd want to do them all. <laughs> I, I like. I would want to do them all. That's why when I was talking about that character Hobbs from the the dream movie or the dream show Sandman, the guy that does want to live forever. Yeah. That's great because there are certain people that I know now that are like 17 years old and they're done with life. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, oh, God, this fucking place sucks. I hate being here. Like, I'm so over it. Like, whoa. Gotta do this, gotta do that. And then you have this gentleman that's been living for 600 years and he's like, I need more. I need more time. I need more time. It's so beautiful. This is so grand. Like, you can live as many, like, this. it's forever changing. It's always changing. Like, people stay the same, but change. And the, the world stays the same, but changes. Like, and you get to see the correlation between those two. It's like, if you got to live for 500 years, you just get to see people continuously treat each other like shit for, for decades, I for think that would centuries. Be- but then you see beautiful things happen, like institutions come together that stop, you know, homelessness over here or that feed people over there. And you're like, oh, man, these people have been dying for so long. I'm so glad someone's finally doing something about that. And like you, you would get to see those things. But then you get to see genocides and you, a ton, Salem witch trials and. All sorts of weird shit. There was a book that uh, Mikey gave me that his trainer, Blaze, gave him, who's also been on the podcast. She's awesome. Um, called The the Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. And it's about a woman that kind of sells her soul to the devil, in a sense. Um, Sounds familiar. And I think there's also a movie. Oh, um, I'm sure I haven't seen it. And I've talked about this book countless times because the author does such a great job of really incorporating all the things that people don't normally think about when they're like, oh, yeah, live for a long time. It's like, yeah, but what does that mean? Like if you're if you make that deal in 1600 and you're a black guy, depending upon where you are in the world, like you're going to have to deal with some stuff to be immortal. Right. Like you're going to you might have to go through slavery and you're like, fuck. This is rough. Like I decided to be fuck. Like I'm immortal. So it's like, all right, I gotta go through slavery, but how long is slavery really gonna last? Like 200 years? Okay. That's a long time, but I'm also immortal, so it's not that long. Like I can figure I can figure it out. Like it'll be over at some point, and I'm gonna have to live through this. And just like bad things that people live through, I'm gonna be. Like that's gonna make me who I am. So if I'm immortal and I get and I can't die, they can do whatever they want to me. They can beat the shit out of me. They can do whatever they want. Like I'm not gonna die. So I'm just gonna be here, or I'm gonna escape at some point in time. But like you, you have to think about all these different things. This person was a woman. Like it was not okay to be in Paris and just be walking around as a woman at the time. It was it was very weird. So she was dressing herself up as a man, going into certain places and deepening her voice. And there were just so many things that this person had to do. And there was so much built 
through just just these centuries of living life. It was it was a very very beautiful beautiful book. It's um, an interesting to try and write on that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And to, and especially if you if you're taking the like that the show you were talking about, if you're taking the perspective that the person that was just a normal human and then granted, mm-hmm. you know, immortality. immortality. Does, because you know that's not a thing that exists as far as I am. <laughs> does that? But but it kind of does, and this is my theory on that. And now, <laughs> this is so funny because it's taken this. This is why I was interested in what I was interested in yesterday, which was that fucking website gethighnow.com, where there is something that I need to read there. Uh, I know about time compression. I think that there's something to that because I've experienced it. I just don't know because their time compression, what they say was some guy named Milton in like the 1950s that figured out like if you took three days of your time and for every 15 minutes you acted as if an hour passed five i think it was five no i think it was an hour because so that but every five minutes an hour goes by oh is that what it was every five minutes i think so that was crazy no because an hour maybe because then that means that you're having like very like 12 meals a day 15 to an hour that's only fast forwarding by a quarter oh right so it would be much more you're right um you're sleeping every 20 minutes or, you know, you're sleeping every hour for 20, for 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, like you're trying it. So you have to clearly call off of work. Like you have to take these three days out so you can do this. And I'm trying to figure out what the benefit is of compressing this time like that and seeing what that's like. I wonder if if you compress time in that way, if you take three, four or five days, because they say things start to get really, really weird. If you compress your time that way and you're living life in such a abundantly filled way, when you come out of that and you readjust to your regular life, I guess I would imagine that you would feel like much more is happening in a 24-hour day. This is a little bit what I was trying to tell you about yesterday because... Before I wanted to be as mindful as possible, I certainly wasn't experiencing what I experience now. So when I wake up and I wake up relatively early, when when I when it's time for me to go to sleep, I have experienced such a day, such a wild day. It seems like it like the breadth of it it has been augmenting and I do feel like the day takes place in these parts these acts, if you will. And it's very, very interesting to look back on your day. Wow. All these things took place today. It was what a fucking day. And I feel like in some ways I have compressed time. Um, Yeah, I I imagine not having done it. It's just another tool to change your perspective in the way, you know, meditation, drugs, Compressing time. I mean, it's well, just, the name I, of the book just, was "Get High Now Without Drugs." I, yeah, it's just Ironically, another <laughs> another me. way to get to this wherever that is for you to to stretch your brain. 
there's so many schools of thought. Like people have to come up with all this shit. They have to try to find all these different ways to like get someone to settle the fuck down. So now they're like, well, let's compress time. Let's have you live every hour, every five minutes. No, no, every every five minutes is an hour. What that no. sound? No, it can't. No, that... every five minutes. Yeah, no, that's right. Yes, that is correct. That seems so intensive, but gethighnow.com. I'm definitely going to look at that. I want to know. We were talking about all the different aspects of like wellness. All these things that people fucking do. Like Reiki and all these things. Oh, I never got to tell you. Oh, have you done it? No, but I've been interested. Because I just want to know what the fuck people talk about. How much would you pay like, for it? Mm, I don't know what it cost. I imagine like the same as a if, massage. If it was like a massage and there's like you pay for a session. What were we laughing about? Oh, life coaching sessions. Uh, <laughs> per, per life. <laughs> per session. <laughs> it's like if it's an hour and I, I if I would pay not as much as a massage i've thought about this before with uh going to clairvoyance huts like when people go to um you know like fortune tellers on the side of the road like when they go to those little fucking huts on the side of the road you've never seen fortune teller huts sitting on the side of the road maybe i live in a weird place (laughs) (laughs) i can i can drive when i was living in manassas i know a place i could easily drive five minutes and go to 10 minutes and go to a couple of clairvoyance huts. I don't know what I keep saying huts. I mean, they're buildings, but they're small. Like they look like a little tattoo shop. But you know, there's probably a lot of beads in there. Mm-hmm. For sure. What is there? A, is it a particular? I don't know what the fuck is going on in there, but that's like my interest. Of, okay. So you've never watched. I, 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 I don't like what's the, that's so specific. It's like a, What's the group of people? What's the population? Why is there such a concentration? That's what I've been trying to figure out because they've been there since I was like five years old. I'm like... Manassas? I'm like, these... Yes. These are going to be the next Krispy Kremes. I'm like, (laughs) who... I'm like, why is this business surviving? Don't get me started on Krispy Kreme. (laughs) But it's like, how how is this business surviving for the... Either you are a drug front... Or, or, or you're some some illegal activities happening through this thing. Yeah, that would be absurd to choose that is. Or you're throwing the, or you're throwing the scent off because it's like who does that? That would be very conspicuous of me to do some weird shit like that. People do really weird conspicuous things to get out of shit. All the time, all the time. There was a, a serial killer that used to, um, that used to serial confess to crimes he hadn't done so then they so then the police local police just kind of got when they're just like listen this is fucking crazy guy like he's just confesses to stuff and then he went and like killed little Boy, girls little girls and yeah but he used it in the reverse right. exactly and then he came and confessed they're just like all right buddy like okay and like let him go and started arresting other people 
Like sometimes That's people a real are, person that yeah, happened. Yeah. You watch the so I talked to you about a movie or a movie called Blackbird. Watch the show Blackbird, completely unrelated. But I love both of these things. There's a show Blackbird Is on like show, Apple TV. Like a documentary or it's supposed to be No it's a what do you call it? Like a it, it oh, portrays yeah, yeah. a real story. Is it scary? <laughs> it you may not like. It's not scary, but this guy was a serial rapist and killer. I mean that. So I don't know if that. Say that's fine. It's not. Oh, fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that scares you. you no, because no, no. the There's stuff no, that scares like, you is like. No, it's not no, like that. No, 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 no. Yeah, you gotta watch. It's about a, a drug dealer that gets caught by the police, and he is now being employed by the police if he wants to be pardoned to go into a, a maximum security prison for the criminally insane to get uh, a confession out of this guy without yeah. this guy knowing. So he has to try to befriend this guy and get information from him so that he doesn't get out of jail because he, his little raping ass is about to get out of jail. So like the police are trying to stop this. They're like, he always gets out of jail. Like we have to do something. We need you to get in there and get a confession. Like you're good with people. People love you for like, we want to use that asset and you're going to jail for 10 years anyway. So like you can either stay in this jail that you're in or we can transfer you there and you can try to get pardoned by doing this job for us. Now, if you don't get it, you're going to do your time there though. So it's a risk. <laughs> what do you want to do here? And you fucking you went in there and did it. But it's crazy. Yeah. So people definitely do that shit. Either way, I don't know what the fuck is going on in these places, but I wonder how much I would pay to have someone tell me my future or what's going on in my life. Like just to go in there and get the vibe. Cause I think, I really think I'm going to do this. I've been talking about it for a while, but to really walk in there and just look around, like I want to see the bees, where the feathers, the what dream catchers. Like tarot card I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> okay. I have to know. So, cause I have all the same questions that you have. Cause I was going to say, yeah, I'm sure you could Google what's an average session, but what is it? Yeah. I, I think I would do reading? it. So, so the, so the Reiki thing, so someone comes up to me at work and we, again, as I've talked to you before, this is one of the various things that interests me about communication. When you start talking to certain people, what happens is not only are you, there's so many layers to it. You're using words and you're trying to get across like a literal understanding of what it is you're saying. There's some tone of something story-like or figurative happening there's more of just an overall vibe or tone to the interaction that's happening uh which kind of lets you know are we bonding or is there something weird that's happening here are we like moving apart um and then there's a language game that's being played as well because if you talk to someone depending upon as i was saying about the uh the receptionist at the float tank place yesterday. Oh, you start saying yeah. certain words or asking certain questions, and then they give a little bit of what yeah. they say, and they'll throw a couple of words in there. And then you start playing this interesting language game where you know, broadly speaking, you guys have some of the same understandings about some things, like wellness and health and mindfulness. And, and now it could vary much inside of that, but we at least have that as a base. Do you ever intentionally direct? Um, well, I, I certainly direct. Like, direct is look look probably for a particular version of a person. Oh, um, do I look for a particular 
version of a person through my inquiries? Um, I don't think so. I don't think it's necessary. No, it's not necessary. Yeah, so it... I like it to be as organic as possible. And I feel like if, yeah, if you just root yourself, it's, it's everything I live by is very cliche. <laughs> but if you, if you truly just root yourself and you make a practice to do it so that you're not trying to root mm-hmm. yourself and you find yourself in that space, just allow it to happen. And again, embrace the crudeness. There's going, it's going to be, we, you're two humans. It's going to be. Yeah. A little clunky and weird and not always fitting right. That's fine. So, no. Even. Just, just talk. Some people ask. They will, they will start showing you. That's the thing. All you have to do is just be there and, and speak. People usually, they will start speaking about things that they care about to some degree. And then it's, it's up to you. To, to see like what they're like, look at them, like I where are they directing things? Like, where do they light up? Where did you know what I mean? And then you ask certain questions and then you see people light up sometimes and you're like, OK, like I see what area we're in. I'm interested naturally because you're interested. Like I'm looking at your face and I'm like, oh, that thing. <laughs> like, I want to know about that thing now. So and then and then it just happens because it's not it's a natural I have a hard time staying rooted Mm -hmm. if the the person on the other end is kind of asking to be directed. Mm. It's really just about how much direction you want to give. Because it really shouldn't take a whole lot. Well, and that's basically the small talk that I'm talking about that I'm disinterested in. So like you said, there is there is a there is this bare minimum question that people can ask <laughs> and you don't need to be a wildly adept conversationalist. Hey. <laughs> what are you into? What are you interested in? <laughs> Two regular ass that's what that's what a regular ass human being sounds like speaking to someone else. You don't have to be wildly intricate. It doesn't have to be smooth. What are you interested in? Like, what captures your attention? I like. I love. I want to know why. Because there's a very good chance if we share stuff, that's awesome. Because we can get into that. And maybe I'll find some insight that I didn't have before. We can just fucking nerd over the insights that we do share. Like that's fun. I don't have to learn anything new here. Uh, and then if. If it isn't, then I'm bound to learn something new. If, if it's something that you have that I, I just never dancing, like if it's, you know, fucking passion fruits, <laughs> whatever the fuck it is that yeah. you introduce me to, I'm going to find myself getting into it. It's just very easy for me. It's very, very easy for me. You start talking to someone about something that they're interested in. They have an insight into it. And I am not always going to go out of my way to find the interest in the uninteresting things to me currently, right? As we spoke of. But if I'm speaking to someone and it comes up, like I'm there for it. Yeah, like I'm not going to go and try to start researching it and shit like that, like on my own necessarily. But if it's brought to me, like I'm there for it. I'm not just going to neglect it, you know. 
nullify it from the space. Like you're fucking excited about it. I'm stoked that you're excited about something because how often you get to talk to people and they'd be excited about something. Has, so it's, is there any time recently where that hasn't worked out? Someone's really excited about something and it's just no for you to care. No, 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 absolutely not. Because Be, because why are you interested in it? like i if if you can if you can formulate questions good enough and you have enough time that's why i like you know doing the podcast and recording it if you have enough time to ask pointed questions the person may learn through having to think about things and articulate that they didn't know i'll get to see the construction of it happen in front of me um but I think we can come to some understanding as to why you're interested in something. Like, it, it's not simply just like, a, I don't know. Like, no, you you know something about why you're interested in it. And I, I want to know what that's about. Even if I think, like, I would never want to do that thing that you're talking about. Like, I have, see, even after you talk about it for an hour, <laughs> I will never, I'll never find the time. You must get people trying to talk you into it. Because if, if you're showing, if they're excited about it, and then you're showing interest, do you I, get lots of sales pitches? I talked to someone that was a, a witch, you know, and I'm like, what does that mean? What do you do? <laughs> Where do you get this insight? Right? Because I'm asking, I'm asking questions like this. Okay, you're a witch. You cast spells. Says you or says her. Okay. I'm like, okay. I've I've seen a, a setup where like there was a, a like you couldn't touch that area. Like there was a glass with some ash and some shit underneath it and stuff around. And it was like that stays out there. It's just don't, don't do not tamper with it. Okay. Right. I'm like, well, I never say that I know everything. And that's a great place to start from. Because if you start from there, then you just get to play around with ideas. And I still like to have fun. Like, I'm mm -hmm. just going to play around with ideas. Let's say witchcraft is real. I don't fucking know. There's mad shit I don't know. There's mad shit people have thought that they've known. And then now we're in this technological age. And it's like, you guys didn't know shit yeah. then. So imagine the things that we still don't know. We're not at the apex of knowledge in uh, wisdom. Um, or we are. And that would be fucking crazy, too. That'd be disappointing. That, <laughs> <laughs> like we capped out. Like, yeah, this is it. Oh high man, that'd be fucking crazy. Woo, that'd be crazy. Uh, yeah, that would be really fucking crazy. Jesus Christ, I hope that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that's not the case. Oh, uh, what was I talking about? Um, the witch. The witch. Right. So, let me ask you questions. Anything that has cult-like smells to it it could be religion i want to know where you're getting your data right now maybe it's not really data driven but i'm still going to ask you how you feel about it like what are you intuiting mm -hmm. because you're telling me that you physically see spirits walking around and that you you're letting people know hey do you know someone that looks like this you know, someone that used to wear earrings like this has long blonde hair, 
uh, blue eyes. They're about five eight. Really nice smile. Like that person's trying to tell you this. Like that hap- Like that may happen in conversation if you're if that if she feels like you're open to that sort of information, not just like regular just, people. Right? You're telling okay, me things so like that. I assume she like so. Has- she hasn't told me about any spirits behind me, but she has told people like, "Hey, I think your grandpa is like behind you. Does he look like this?" And 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 will tell them things. And from what I've heard, some people are just like, "That's weird that she, she would say that information because that's not yeah, right." Because she shouldn't know that information. The power. Of, listen, when you, knowledge goes both ways, because knowledge will make you aware of certain things and have you take certain things into account and for a lot of hyper rational people it'll also have you discount a yeah. lot of yeah. you know yeah. things so i try to be somewhere yeah. in the middle um i'm like people take advantage of people's belief systems and and lack of rationale and shit all and their susceptibility to you know their impressionability uh and their their fear their vulnerability all the time why is how is this not like that how do people not capitalize off of this and put it into a consumer space in other words where do you get your spells like where do you get your advice yeah where do you where do you get your tutelage like where where are you where's the education system for this this particular person came from a line of of some witchcraft, right? Family. So there were some things that were bestowed down verbally and through experience. Uh, there are some people do go into these huts I'm talking about. And she says, her name is Brianna. Uh, she says that she can t- sense a vibe. She can sense the energy and kind of like know if the person is bullshitting or not. Like so she, she feels like she can walk in and and she'll know like suggested. exactly like this is ridiculous, you know. I'm like, what about websites like get like we're getting spells, buying books because you have to you really accrue spells. Well, you no, don't just make wait, them wait, up wait. in your head. Okay, so so I don't doubt that there are people that are far more sensitive to. S- and that's the question is far more sensitive to blank. So, so I'm also confident she could walk into a place and say this bullshit, but is there, does, does that go any further? Because unless you, unless you did found out, okay, this place is bullshit and this wasn't, you've just confirmed your guess without confirming that i mean that's just like okay I'm, i've practiced well i didn't get any real answers for any of these questions yeah. like i didn't yeah like it's just kind of like you just you you just do fucking spells i've opened up spells book spell books and they're like get a sheet of paper fold it in four get some cayenne pepper get, where do you buy these books from i where i was in bowling green kentucky at the time and uh i went to the mall and it was an interesting mall because they had fucking stores like that. It was it was like a funky. It was like a spiritual store. You could just get a bunch of beads. Wait, you could get who's stones. These books. How do you pick a good one? That's what the fuck I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. Like what is real and what's not. Like what not what's real, but what is a like how when you're 
when you are into some shit like witchcraft, you're into magic. How do you decipher between good magic literature yeah, it's and like bad opposite. magic literature? Like, what the fuck does that mean? Oh, I want to ask her questions. Yeah, it's interesting. So I just, that that's what I do. Again, I'm not, you're not going to catch me at the house performing a seance, <laughs> casting any spells. There will be no goats. There will be no chalk on the ground. There will be no torches. There will be none of this. But I'm still going to be interested. So, no, I, I haven't had someone tell me. I just go into detail about what they're interested in. I'm just like, okay, so uh, I forgot that was the question. And your answer to answer that you picked like the most interesting interesting thing. (laughs) But that's just how I feel about things in general. I just I would. Could you throw out some hypothetical things to be interested in so I could even think about it? Like, what could someone say? They're like, I'm into like if I'm into gardening, I'm gonna be like, okay. Like I'm already have questions popping up in my mind right now. If they're like, I'm a cobbler, like I make shoes. Already, like I'm ready to go. It, I can just look around the room. It doesn't matter what you ask me about. I, I'm going. We're going to end up getting technical because I'm not good enough. I'm not adept enough in any of those things. To be able to ask you truly technical questions, um, but but I do have a level of interest in your interest that will get you to that point, and mm-hmm. that's where anyone's true love for something lot resides is in the technicalities of it. So if you're asking someone like service questions, they'd be like, oh, you know, I do this, I do that. You know, you just try to get those fucking quick answers out of the way for them, so they have a general idea of what it is you do. But if they really are interested and they keep asking you things about how you feel about it or what, like yeah. the technicalities of what you do, and you're like, are you really interested? Like, do you really want to know? You're like, yeah. Could you really, could you tell me about it? Then off to races. And you just. Yeah, you got to get to that point. Yeah, you got to get to that point of like what. Because that can take some people, especially if they're used to people not caring. Mm-hmm. You can get a lot of answers to your questions are, are. Not boring, but you haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it just, uh, things get really fun, in my experience, when you get good at them. So, conversation's fun for me. <laughs> like, there's just so many, because, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste it. I know, I'm, I'm not going to. Are you to. actually, how, for sure how I can long do it. is it? It's super, it's it's like the match is right up to my finger. I think I got this stuff. Watch this. Let's see. Let's see how long I got. First of all, I got to hold it up. People really, really love, again, I didn't grow up with pets, so I don't know what that's like, but I mean, I people, yeah, it's like, from what I understand, yeah, like the way that people talk about it, it seems like it's, yeah, I mean, it's just your best friend. Like it's that's how people look. It's my best friend. I I mean I in love, the world. I he is the best. Mm. And um. And I I mean I 
love him more than I should maybe love a dog. But I, mm. there's still a difference between a human and a dog. People definitely make that substitution <laughs> often. That's very clear. In whether my it head. be whether it be like a baby they don't want to have, so they just yeah. they get a pet, or it's I like, mean, and like he sleeps next to me with his little head on the pillow. Mm-hmm. He's we sit on the couch, but he's not. He's, but he's not a human. He's not a human. He's not a human. Yeah, that's an important <laughs> distinguishing yeah, factor. <laughs> I do think it's interesting. You never had a pet. I think there's something. Maybe it's mostly specific to me but there's something really important and helpful useful about being responsible having having to take care of something yeah i believe that not not in a or emotionally oh i was gonna say like what are the qualities that you that it's helping like what are the qualities that it's bolstering? What are you what are you getting out of it? Like what strengths are you acquiring from having to care for this this being? More recently, this is gonna sound absurd because it's a dog, but um, practicing loving something and not putting it first. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. It's tough when I imagine that would be tough when the thing can't really have a good quality of life without you. You know what I mean? It's different like when well, you're when your kids get older. It's like, oh I get the fuck yeah. out of the house, like you guys go find your own happiness now. I'm done. Right? But when they're a baby, I think that's why we feel the way we feel about them. Like, you can't do shit without me. Like if you don't come first, you you might die. <laughs> And I can't afford for that to happen. So, like, I have to put you first for quite some time. And I'm certain there's a a cutoff phase that psychologists have come up with, uh, you know, where they're okay. Like, you don't have to put them first anymore. I don't know what age that is. But, yeah, some things, when, that's why certain responsibilities are just very interesting to me. Like, my friend, I told you, that just fucking adopted a cat. He was just working on a lady's windshield. I was like, you can, I feel a connection with your cat. Can I have your cat? <laughs> I'd like to adopt your cat. And she was like, I've been looking for someone to adopt a cat. But she was emotional about it because she didn't want to let the cat go. But she let the cat go. He didn't, he didn't purchase it. He just adopted it. She just gave him the cat. I think he maybe he had to sign papers. I don't, I'm not quite. I forgot if that was a part of it or not. But he has a cat now. And then took it straight I mean, to the vet because it had a bunch of sores in his mouth, needed antibiotics and treatment and shit like that. Has he had a cat before? Is this a whole new... I don't think so. Really? Because cat people are weird. But if you... If you've got, <laughs> well, you know that's I, not like... That I don't... I'm not sure of that, but I've never heard of any cat in the past. So he's just going along living his life and then... I'm just like, I, I gotta have this cat. <laughs> that's the way I heard it. It was just like, I felt, he said, it's hard to explain unless you feel it. He was like, but I just, I felt a connection with this cat. And was like, this cat, it seemed like the, he was like, what he said was, I don't feel as though I adopted the cat. No. I felt as though the cat 
adopted me. Who rescued who? Yeah, that's, what, that's what he said. He said he felt like he was chosen. So, Aww, yeah. For him. So I was like, okay, well, that's, yeah. I thought that was very romantic. <laughs> it's very romantic, but that's what he said. You should get a bumper sticker. <laughs> it's saying. You haven't seen it? Who rescued who? Oh, right. Uh, oh, that is cute. Or some form of that. Yeah, that is cute. So, yeah, some people just, we spend so much money. I forgot what the amount was because I actually read a National Geographic article about this. But it was like Americans spent, I believe it's in the billions. Alexa, (laughs) (laughs) how much do Americans spend on pets per year? Thank you, Alexa. Okay, but forty-one billion dollars to compare that to. So what? How about like that number doesn't really mean anything to me because it oughta though. Like I feel like even with and I I completely understand what you're saying, but I feel like even without a reference point for pets seems crazy. No, no, that's like forty-two bananas. What? Without well. Oh, like, oh, what what would you like to compare it to? What what could be comparable to purchasing, like to spend money on, like a pet? Food. I'm not saying I'm 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 hoping food is way higher. Alexa, how much money do Americans spend on food per year? <laughs> I feel like okay. That was my point. <laughs> One trillion. Well, that's, well, I mean, we'll hold on a second. But I don't. Are those comparable? We're talking about food. We're talking about something that right. everyone I has know. to spend it's money just on. Like okay, so because everyone has to spend money on food. No, then we're talking I know, about and of people. Course, and I knew it would be more. Of course, much more. I right, but. It just scales the number. Okay, you know, all right, so... That's all. Maybe, maybe it would... Okay, maybe just not on pets. Maybe we need to narrow it down to, like, pet, like, certain pet things. Like, pet toys. Like, pet clothes. Because a lot of... So, you have people that spend money on the actual pet itself. Then after that, we're mostly talking about vet bills, right? And food. Food and vet. I mean, maybe you're lumping into medicine. You know, if you have a dog, flea and tick and heartworm every month, that adds up. Oh my gosh, that's just that's so. Yeah, it's a chunk. So much money. But but I also come from a place where I see dogs live a fantastic life. Like dogs are sipping sparkling water. And, you know, they all have, like, beautiful sweaters on, and they're all so primped and pressed and permed and just just beautiful. Have you seen... Yeah, you've seen Remy. He's yeah. pretty much the opposite of all. Yeah, 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 for sure. Absolutely. Shaggy. He's got a big old... Definitely a little shaggy. And there's fluffs coming He's a, he's a rough, rough-looking guy. Uh, but, yeah, people spend a lot of money on those types of things. I read recently... I don't know when how long ago it was, but the... There was a huge uptick in what people were spending on dogs in particular because with it wasn't all that long ago. I remember when I was young, we had dogs and they had 
first you had those flea and tick collars mm. and they kind of help. And then they had the, the first mess. It was this like oily stuff you have to put in their back and it absorbs through their skin. But what was the, that, what was the collar supposed to do? Like what was the function of it? It had some kind of repellent in it. Oh, keep, okay. Yeah. Um, and none of those, I mean, they increasingly got better, but they weren't, they weren't practical and they weren't super effective. And so at the point when now it's, I give Remy a heartworm pill every month, and every three months he gets a flea and tick. It's like a chewable thing. And they're incredibly effective. And that's the the line of thought is a dog that doesn't have, there's like no risk of flea and ticks. It's now this, it's inside, it's on your bed, it's on your couch. Mm. And it turns this relationship with your pet into something different than it's this thing that lives outside and it's kind of dirty, but we like it. Mm-hmm. And then... The money started pouring in. This is this is a very weird segue, but you're talking <laughs> about like making these changes that turn a relationship into like a completely different version, like of what it could be, right? Like again, the they can stay outside type of deal to well yeah. now they can be yeah. in here participating in bedtime, and it's the <laughs> right. exact same animal, right? What's cr- so? <laughs> I I I have I've I've questioned makeup before. Uh, and <laughs> well, no, because you have okay. no. This is a very uh, weird segue. You have okay. no idea where this is going. Okay. I've questioned makeup before, and one of the critiques that I have about it is. There's a certain level of intimacy that you can't have with your significant other when a face full of makeup is involved. And if you're anything like me, I if if I'm really, really comfortable with someone like my significant other and I like we rub faces, you know what I mean? Just like just yeah, smush, just half a face just like up. just just smush faces, and it's it's like um like little fucking lions rubbing <laughs> like necks together. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> like that's the only way they can really do it. You know, it's like that, but it feels <laughs> right because they don't have hands. Yeah, but but if you remove our hands though. <laughs> There's there's something about a neck and head and face rub that feels good if you if you get to that level of intimacy. Now, you can't do that if you have well, makeup you on. Could. You could. <laughs> right. And I question those things like just those those it was kind of hard to talk about for some people subjects that could unlock this whole level of intimacy and goodness that like they, that somebody wouldn't even think about. Like they wouldn't even think to think, oh, if I didn't wear makeup now, me and my significant other could smush faces and like <laughs> that would somehow well, make us closer. I need like a more emotional. If you were both wearing makeup. But now there's this weird, especially... If you're both boy makeup, you still can't. You still don't no, want no, to do no, that. No, I'm not talking about the smooshing. Yeah, because <laughs> neither of you want to mess up your makeup. Mm-hmm. No, I just mean there's there's something 
um, if you put on, if you wear a lot of makeup, you've got sort of something in front of you. I mean, literally you do, but more emotionally. There's this, there's this mm. something in between you and everybody else. Mm. Yeah, and it's a whole fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, particularly like face makeup. Yeah. Like I make, I wear eye makeup mm. sometimes. Um, but when you like. Do the whole thing. And you can touch it and it's on your hand. Yeah, so it's a whole thing. So there's something in between. Well, some women would say that if you can just touch it and it's on your hand immediately, then you don't have a good concealer i think it may be i'm not obviously i don't fucking i threw a word out there i think it may be concealer but yeah just the thing that like stops it from being that way like there's something that kind of holds it in and then you would have to really you can touch it and it doesn't come off yeah there's like good makeup these days like it's not like it was back in the day yeah makeup today is different it's very different the artistry of it is very different um like the co- level of competency, like everything is just like through the fucking roof these days. But the actual ingredients and the quality yeah, of it. If it sticks that good, it can't really be good for your skin. No, it's used. That's <laughs> that's also what I hear as well, is that it's well, you would assume <laughs> that placing a layer <laughs> over top of your pores that need to breathe, you know, like that yeah. would be. A hindrance. I mean, it's li- a literal hindrance. Like, that's what that is. But so, okay, people like right. it. So, it, if you have this face full of makeup, not only is there there's something between you and everybody else, and you, with, if you're with someone you're close with, there's that then between you and them. But even more so, just the difference of you're experiencing something. Like, you're in a different place. You're having a different experience. You're in, like, two different emotional places because you're over here with your face on <laughs> and you've got this level of separation from the world and they're right next to you seeing the world without that However, face. Yeah. And then And so that like I that seems like also a huge hindrance that's to how, intimacy. Yeah, I see what you're saying. That that is okay, I, I see what you're saying. It took me a second to get there. I I would liken it to this, tell me if I'm if I'm off. I feel the same way about couples where one of them is heavily into social media and the other one is Mm -hmm. like doesn't care for it at all i think that that would Mm -hmm. be a very interesting like relationship i'd like to know how they communicate i'd like to know how they communicate because one is like i'm saying really really low like is scrolling through twitter instagram like posting stuff constantly like doing all that and then you have someone like probably us that like really don't engage like yeah don't just don't engage with that stuff um i i feel like because there's usually a different sense of interesting values um and because i'd like to know like what are you looking what are you looking for what do you do that for again my interest would be piqued and i'd be like what do you do that for like what are you on there for like, what's your engagement like? I'd like to know now, since that's something you're interested in, I'd like to know how you engage with that thing. Like, what's that about? Um, Because they're probably going to turn up some answers that are going to be, like, a little weird. I've never, when I've inquired, especially the, the types of social media that I can't, just cannot wrap my head around, like... Um, 
the thing where you send just one picture? You post? You said where you, you know, send the one? App, it's like a, like it's not Oh, Snapchat. Instagram. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, <laughs> well, it's moved, concept, by the way, it's moved on. It has evolved heavily from okay. that, but yeah. So, so I've asked, like genuinely asked people before when they're really into this certain types of social media, like Snapchat. I just, I, I'm not, it's not from a judgmental place. I just pure, like, I, I don't get it. And I can't think of any good, there's, I've never once gotten an interesting or useful response because mm. it's generally, oh yeah, I know. I don't waste my time and it's not really that. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're always mumbling through their yes. answers. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so there's still no, no, I think, well, well you're speaking to reason. adults, I'm assuming. That yeah. that just still have a snap. Yeah. It's for kids. It's not for adults. Not really. Not re- like we just like everything. It's, it's for the kids. Like the kids. Okay. But oh, not so another type of social media. No one has ever been able to say something at all meaningful about why they use it or why they're interested in it. There are a lot of it, it became like a social media thing where you can go to a separate page now where you're not just going there to post and it show you have a feed and it'll show you people's I don't know if they're, they're sponsored through fucking Snapchat or something like that, but they'll just be like these sponsored accounts and you can just go click on their stories and see like what they're up to. Just <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's just so, another, it's just another streaming platform. I mean, or another just feeding but, platform. But why? So someone that spends a lot of time looking at that stuff, are they intentionally doing Like, why? Why are, or be, is it just because? It could be because they're bored out of their fucking mind. And then, you know, it's just like, it's, it's easy to do that. It's sort of like when I was talking to you about, um, <laughs> asking you <laughs> when the last time you saw somebody zone out <laughs> and they just start looking in the corner or just looking in the in this space and just you just start to salivate <laughs> and you just tell they've just they've unplugged they've dropped out it's a dial tone and it's something about that dial tone that just relaxes them. It's truly like unplugging. But it's bizarre when uh, you so sure if you if you do it for half an hour a day, but if you're spending hours of your day on social media. Yeah, that's a good rest. <laughs> that's that good unplug. <laughs> yeah, man. During the fucking when the quarantine happened, what do you think people were doing? People were drinking like crazy well, right. because alcohol so stores and wine stores were essential workers and remained open because if you took that away from Americans, we'd have burned this bitch to the ground. Week two. Okay, so people were drinking. Drugs were in no shortage. <laughs> the, and they were just fucking in the house, just so so, but so drinking coming up with is, shit. is a is an activity that people have decided. We're right. drinking. So why isn't social media? No, it is. But it, people, but people, I don't think people think about it that way. They they don't like I'm about think to go. About so, I'm about to scroll. I'm gonna, yeah, like I'm gonna, and so to spend hours a day on something that it, you can't even 
define as a thing. Uh, you don't define as a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a very, very passive thing you're doing a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, some people are just scrolling for like seven, ten hours a day. God. They're scrolling. I drink too much. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, the lead up to the slump. Yeah, it was a, I was, I got trapped in my mind. That's what happened to me during the pandemic. I fell into myself. Like I just, I was reading wildly dense books. Like all of them, at the very least, they were between 300 and 1,000 pages, right? They were very, very deep classical novels with very deep wisdoms and stories in them that I felt like I was absorbing. There were these informational, scientific books, psycho- uh, psychological books. There was all sorts of shit I was reading. And I was just in the house fucking meditating and just thinking, ruminating on all these so things. So interesting to, to think about that in picture. So that's what you're doing. And meanwhile, I was like turning. I was ignoring all of myself, <laughs> getting further and further away from what everything that was good. And then... And, well, I don't know what was that three years ago, and then and now we're both here. Yeah, it's craziness. Yeah, like, well, cr- insanely different paths. Oh yeah, for sure, it happens that way. Yeah, it's life. That life is weird. That's why we were just saying we can't tell people how to live life. Like you can't just tell people how like what their path is supposed to look like. You just have no fucking idea. You don't know what age things are supposed to happen by. Yeah, when people and- that comes up a lot. Um, when we give tours and at work, because people want to know, how'd you get here? How'd you end up in... And sometimes it's purely just, how'd you end up here? But lots of times it's, how'd you end up here? How do I get here? How do I get here? And so I'm often having to mm. tell the story, and it just is... I almost want to say, so that's my story. Now you know one way that is not an option for you. Because that was mine. There's no... <laughs> You know, like as if it's all the answers and all I've done is really just eliminate one of the infinite number of ways. Yeah, but you but you can extract, you know, some wisdom, you know, something because I think what was a good uh, a good chapter, if you want to call it that or a good blurb (laughs) out of Austin Cleon's book was it called how to steal like how to steal like an artist. Uh, Yeah. Intro paragraph was do the thing. So that's definitely something I believe in. I don't know how you become a rock star. I don't I don't know how you become an archaeologist right now. Like I don't I don't know how you do a lot of things. Um but I would have to think <laughs> that you should definitely do it. I know that. Like, I definitely think you should be practicing the thing, like whatever it is, at whatever level you're able to engage with it, whatever with whatever resources you have at that time. I think you should be doing that. I know that. I do know that. And I think that that's for everyone. I think that's one of those maxims that I can, like, put over all human beings. I think you should do the thing. Don't just think about it. I think you should do it. Unless you're doing it is thinking about it. Like you're just a fucking philosopher and you just need to sit around and just <laughs> fucking think about things. Then I guess that's your answer. Just focus around and think about it. But I do think you have to do the thing. Because if you... I do like the 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 
um, saying that success is when preparation meets opportunity. Because if you're just if you opportunities come around, Wait, preparation success is, success is when preparation meets opportunity. Like if That's you missing that is that is clearly missing what you just said. No, no, no. Because that, the doing it success comes from opportunity and preparation. No, you're missing the biggest. Well, the preparations, the doing it. So if you're doing it. When the opportunity comes around, it will make sense that you will be able to reap what is now there. But if you didn't do shit, like wanting, wanting that thing isn't enough to just bring it to you. Like you have to do something to get there. You have to prepare for when that opportunity arises. So, no, because that's like saying that you're waiting for something. You no, it's just that it's, it's just that. Doing it. Well, I think. I think that you are preparing for things, even if you know you are like you, you're doing what you do physically for your body because it makes you feel good on an everyday basis. But you are preparing for old age. Can you do you think you can still call it preparation if you're not intentionally doing it Mm. in anticipation? Oh, so instead, if if someone said, man, it's a good thing you did that, you would be like, yeah, you would say you did that. Not good thing you prepared for that. Right. Right. Did that. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. So if you say you're preparing, if you're combining preparation. So instead, you would like to strike the word preparation to say success is when doing. Yeah, because that's doing meets opportunity. Present future. I'm cool with that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Success is one doing. I mean, I'm sure opportunity. it won't work for many people. Yeah, because yeah, because it doesn't it doesn't ring. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't ring off quite the same. It doesn't charm. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. That's hilarious. Um. But yeah, so that's that's my advice: is do the thing. And on top of that, actually, yeah. if you really if you really want to do it. Why wouldn't you be doing it anyway? Like, you know, if because right. I, well, and that's so that's what like why wouldn't you like you wouldn't do it for free? If you wouldn't do it for free, do you want to do it? Yeah, like is that the thing you really want to do? Because the thing I would want to do, I would do for free. Like I, I would do it regardless of the accolade, anything that comes with it that. <laughs> Yeah, because it's cool to do. That's how you go through life is figuring out how to make the things you do work, the things you want to do work, rather than doing. So nice to live in this country. Yeah, really is, and I know that some people like maybe that doesn't ring off well in this day and age. Like people are just like, "What?" But Uh, but having. But being able to say what you just said, because some people would, don't even have the access to to say what you said, because it's just like, I haven't experienced that. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like, I mean, when you say it's so nice to live in this country, I completely agree. And I'm thinking and a bigger. I'm constantly breaking matches with you. <laughs> What what you're thinking on a bigger? Tell explain well, like to me. Like if your, I say I I would be very careful who I said that around. It's so it's so nice to live in this country. 
the assumption is like so are you no 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 it's so funny because you're totally right like especially in the world that i live in if i said that someone would assume i was conservative and then i was pro people probably think that about me that drives me nuts oh oh. a pro in front of it oh yeah for sure like um yeah, you, 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 yeah, you would be. You know, but that, like, if you said, "I, it's great to live in this country," you'd be grouped and you'd be lumped in with a bunch of people. So the fuck, what? That's for people that don't know how to, yeah. how to, you know, compartmentalize ideas and give human beings credit well, for for being ask. for being human beings, which are evolving, ever changing creatures, like. So that's stupid. But to be, there's so many things that we do and say, and they're so apparent to me. And I sort of, I have, I have this comedic filter to which I see a lot of life. I love laughing. I find so many things so funny about this world. Like mostly everything is funny on some level. And when you have conversations with people, some of the things that we choose to do with our time is so fucking funny because the privilege just bellows out like that smoke just did like it just it just billows out like a fucking atomic bomb cloud when you're talking to me about i was experimenting with seeing how lazily i can pick up a cup (laughs) just seeing just how lax and whimsical my fingers can be (laughs) as I pick up this cup like just to just to think about doing that there's such a level of privilege that we just sit around I think that's a lot of the reason why so many people are upset with life too and they find so many problems is because they're bored as fuck (laughs) So you like find problems, like you find things to complain about because you're not engaged enough with cool shit. But that doesn't mean that you not trying to or you trying to pick up the thing is not cool shit at all. It just means that <laughs> there was there's these experiments. See, that you, you, wasn't from, yeah, in certain people's minds, they're just like, I would boredom. never be thinking about that. Like certain people in the, in the exactly. It's not from a place of boredom, but there are people in the world be like, I, I can't afford to think about things like that. Like, I just can't afford to be thinking about, can I pick up my glass this way? Like I I have to go and get some food for all of these seven children. Like it's, it's, you know what I mean? It's just so crazy. And we just, we're just so, we floated yesterday. It was so beautiful. So we have your, your. Hey y'all, I need everybody that listens to this needs to do a float tank. I've talked about it before, but we're not this. You you just got to go. Just check it out. What were you saying? <laughs> you just have to do it. Any certain company you're working for? <laughs> I'm just for the people. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing that. It's just for the people. Just check it out. So we have this incredible luxury, and you're really sensitive to it and aware of it. Can you imagine throwing that away? You that you have that gift of awareness, or the gift of being able to 
think about anything you want. Oh. Being able to, so you have that. Yeah, it's crazy. Some people live a life where they don't get that. So we have we have this thing. Well, that's and why most I... people are like, eh, I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that also comes that attitude. Like that's that's kind of what comes out of it. Like you're you're very well privileged, and that privilege is a double edged sword. Because it allows dedicated people to excel and create amazing things. And those amazing things could just be discussions. Because we have the time to sit around and fucking think and float in a float tank for an hour and let our minds be stimulated while our bodies relaxed. And it's, we're just doing wild shit. We're going in float tanks, we're hitting the sauna, we're climbing walls, reading books, sitting around meditating, doing yoga. Like think, being able to get all the foods that we want to eat that nourish us and all the vitamins and all this. Like it's just wildly fortunate, wildly fortunate. And sometimes we just sit around and just complain, complain about shit. You know what I mean? And that's just what we do. And that's the double edged sword. Like, you know, because people look at us as leaders because we have the resources and we're able to have the discussions and. You know, like people that can even listen to podcasts are fortunate people. Like you have the time to just sit and just listen to people talk. It's wildly like the the fact that you don't have to spend all that time working to the bone to make things happen in life. You're living a good life. You know, from that from that aspect, at least, you know, I don't know about the particulars of anyone's lives because it can get dark, too. But yeah, it's it's. uh we are we are it's, it's crazy we're just sitting here just fucking recording it's just weird it's a very weird life because it's so good <laughs> you know it really is and you can't really appreciate it or else you would just never stop crying but if when you just try to <laughs> but when you just try to think about it for a second it's just like yeah it's it's a little crazy like it's a little crazy how good it is like the, we we get tripped over minor inconveniences, truly. Like they're inconveniences, and really, they're usually not that bad. I call it the lint, the lint in the in the eyelash. I was the other day. I was at my parents' house, and I was getting ready to leave. Cars all packed up, and I started tried to start the car. I didn't start. Battery was dead, and. Not just dead, but done. Right. Like leaking and done. <laughs> Were you, did you deal with issues like ter- having it turn on prior to that happening? There had to have been some times where no. <laughs> it was. <laughs> okay, yeah, we got it today. Like, and you felt good about it. No, it was really only towards the very end where it was like that took two seconds longer than it should have to mm. turn over. Mm. It was so. Okay. So it was subtle. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. All right. All right. You were, asking, you were asking me about my car issues. <laughs> I'm just asking you about yours. How long did it take for you to actually do something? Till I couldn't drive the car. To you, when, you, when you couldn't drive. That's most of us. <laughs> anyway, so need a new car battery. And I called up my dad asking 
he he was out. He was at work. He was at work. It was the middle of work day. He was at work. Call him up. Ask him for help. And in a minute, he's saying, oh, you need a new car battery. I'll stop at so-and-so on the way from the office, and I'll see you in an hour. Mm-hmm. And for, for a second, I thought, oh, I got to go grocery shopping. I was going to go to the gym. Like, this, God damn. Like, all right, I'm going to get home hours later than I expected. And then think, I can go sit by the pool while I wait for my father, a grown adult, my father is going to buy me a car battery, drive home, end his day early, put it in my car, and wish me on my way. It's craziness. And and, and so he's we go out, he does, he replaces it. I go out there and start it and everything's good and we're like you know get out of the car and seriously he's telling me how he the radio resets when you take out the battery which means Mm. your presets go away he was like your presets are going to be all messed up now (laughs) (laughs) there's this wonderful back and forth thing (laughs) happening and i said Seriously, I'm never taking my car here again to get fixed for free. <laughs> and then I think he realized, like, he's just... Right. But you were doing this, like, you were a bit ungrateful at first, right? Then you understood the reality of the situation. And he also felt bad having that your presets are now <laughs> dismantled. Knowing that he did a great justice or maybe not even knowing that, you know what I mean? But so it's funny because both of you all had like this skewed version for a second there. And it took both of you to help each other get back on track with comedy, too. And and just because there's so much good. Yeah, it's just like we neither of you can stay there for too long. No, absurd. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And that that's my general thought about unpleasant things is it happens we don't how long do we want to stay in this space for (laughs) that's my general thing like if we are in an unpleasant space just think how long do i want to stay in this space for like do like do i like or how long do you want being angry from being in the other space yeah how long do you want to be away? Like, I need to make some real decisions. I need to make some real choices. Like, how can I get out of this? That's why I just, yeah, I just, uh, I don't find myself. I, I get out of those situations. They just, they don't, they don't matter to the, to the point of remaining there. Like, they matter to the point of being alerted to whatever is displeasing to you in the moment. Like, to alert you to that. But it's just not worth remaining in that space. All I needed was the was the notification. <laughs> I, like I don't need. It was funny. My fr- Mikey was telling me uh, that because he was helping me move in to my new place, and I fucking smacked. I we had moved a mattress from the U-Haul, and I had a, the headboard, which was a big ass headboard, uh, laying behind it. And then it came down and smacked my ankle and just tore skin right off. Right. You could see bone blood start coming out immediately. I was like, oh, God. And like he looked at me, he was like, damn, I'm like, yeah, it got you. 
And it was, and it immediately swelled up. It looked like a half of this uh, passion fruit, actually. <laughs> like it, like this was like my ankle on the, on like my left side, like just poking out. Um, and I just kept lifting shit because I was like, I'm not gonna stop moving. Like I'm moving this stuff in the house. Like I'm not gonna stop this. Uh, I cleaned it up and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, but he was like, pain is so stupid, man. He was like, I hate that shit because it's just. It's just a signal to your brain letting you know, hey, there's something wrong. Like this needs to be addressed. Like that's what that that's what that is. He was like, but I have the signal. Like I know I'm taking care of it. Why does it need to persist? Like why does the signal need to consist at that level? I mean, people have different pain tolerances. Hmm. Right. So some people can feel way less pain when something happens to them. So there's a spectrum there. So it was like when some people hurt, I'm assuming they'd be like, man, why the fuck do I hurt so much? Like, why, why does it seem like when this person gets punched in the arm, like it hurts, but it's, it's just not nearly it, like this is this bruise is t- it's terrible. It's so bad. Like, but would you really want to lose the sensation the, of the signal? I don't want I don't want just one message. You want a continuous message until I guess There's... it's completely healed. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, because you're kind of like opting out of part of the experience. Mm. Okay. I can get with, no, I can get with that. Listen. No, cuz something's going on 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 you. <laughs> so yeah, and if, so if you got the signal the whole time, so you're 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 you how you normally are plus the signal. Well, if you just get the message and the signal stops, you're you minus the signal. So yesterday Still, when we went to the float tank place and he said, "Now if you have any <laughs> cuts, scrapes, abrasions, <laughs> you will feel it when you jump into this water with a thousand pounds of salt in it." And I, I was heeding his warning because when we went rock climbing, I did smack the wall <laughs> like, and I got some abrasions. <laughs> I did. I let go and I swung and smacked the wall and then I came down. So there was something on like my elbow, hand and like knee. And they were very, very light, though. So I had to put that whatever. What do you have some fucking... Vaseline. Some Vaseline, yeah. yeah. So I put some Vaseline on those areas, and I clearly rinsed off oh, beforehand. Oh, you didn't even test it? Nah. You- I, I knew. I knew. <laughs> I was like, I because I rinsed off and I felt it already with just water, like just regular water. So I was like, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt. Um, but I put the Vaseline on there, and I got in there, and it, it's still, you still feel it. <laughs> it it's still it? fucking salt in your. <laughs> It's still a thousand pounds of salt in your wounds for sure. But again, they weren't deep enough to like really be like, oh, this isn't, I got to get out of here now. Like I was still able to, that was crazy about it. Well, I was still able to relax and just get and into that that's zone. part of that experience. That's right. part of that. Yeah. The first time I did a float session, uh, I got there and she, it wasn't in the video. She just told me, but this, she explained the whole cut scrapes. Yeah. And so I go back and I'm getting ready and I thought, oh, meh. And I get in and my shins are on fire. 
And then all came rushing back to me. That day, we I worked with my supervisor, and we it, we did the graffiti m- removal yeah. on that sculpture I think oh. I talked about. And there are purposely planted really thorny bushes at the base of that sculpture, so people it, it's, it works as like physical barrier because they scratch up your legs. Well, we were all in them. <laughs> Damn. When we were doing the I remember removal. it from the picture that you sent. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I told so I had they weren't they were very, very shallow, but tons covering mm. our lower legs of tiny tiny. Like tiny tiny like thorns. lacerations. Yep. Yeah. And that was really apparent when I got in that tank. How long <laughs> did it take for you to sort of relax? Well, that was the first time when it took me a long time. Oh, like half the time? More than half the time. Did you ever get to actually relax that time? Yes. Yeah, so the first time was, I, I thought, okay, I was, I went into it feeling a little nervous that I wouldn't be able to handle the tight space. Mm. But I also went into it with the stubbornness of I'm gonna do it for real. Like I'm not gonna have it ajar. No, we're gonna shut it. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. Um, and this little neck pillows, what you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna do it for real. No music, no lights. No, I really. D- and full deprivation. And I, I don't. It's hard to say because it was really, it was really trying to muscle through. So maybe it was only ten minutes, and it felt like forty, or maybe well, I don't, felt like a long time. I don't know, twenty minutes mm. worth of powering through. And then I, I thought, stop. <laughs> I opened mm. the tank. I sat up. I thought. Great. So I've proved I can survive. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah. the reason I came here was not to survive. It was to get something out of it. And so then adapted the environment to a way that was comfortable. And the rest of it, I mean, it felt like it was over. Mm. Yeah. Did you feel like you had more uh, breathability when, it, when the thing was open? Yeah, because I, with... You could sense an, a, more, a new airflow. Yeah. yeah. And that's because like that's new what was air. really getting to me, mm. making me feel claustrophobic, that it was... The same air. Even, even well, they say is there's airflow, well, yes. but I'm certain it's... of course, it's not a tight seal. Right. But... Yes, yeah, though, it's more so that just the aesthetic is... Just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and for so, sure. So the pain on my legs... They're that... so cool, the fucking mechanics of them. It's like a spaceship. It's so cool in there. I love it. Like when I walk into those rooms and I look at the fucking thing, it's one of those moments where I understand my level of privilege. Because I'm looking at this fucking thing that looks like a spaceship that I'm about to get in that has this b- crystal blue light in it and like music playing. Like, <laughs> and I'm about to hop in this thing and float in go and in, in go into full sensory deprivation and go inside of my mind and relax my body in this very very unique way that you can only really achieve in zero gravity it's it's very privileged it's like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> like it's 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 so weird it's such a weird life like it's it's so weird, man. But all of it feels so good. It's so great. I just don't know. 
I, I don't I don't want to be I want more of this in my life. So that's why I'm interested in like the all the oh I didn't even never finish the Reiki story. So the Reiki. So oh, <laughs> that's why I'm interested in all these wellness things. So this person's like, as we're sharing this language game, right? And like I'm sharing some words and she's sharing some words. She's starting to get comfortable and she I guess she gets the idea that I'm an open minded person. So then she's like, oh, you know, I don't really usually talk about this with everyone, but you know. Who is this person? What she's happened? an employee at my job. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, she, she works in the okay, she works so in the spa. Introducing this to you. And she's like, I um, uh, I I actually talked to you about her last night. I said, she she has a name from a person from a movie. <laughs> so she comes up to me and she's and she's. See, if you said it more often, you would have just said it right then. <laughs> I'm cognizant. So then I'm so tempted. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I actually almost said it. Oh my goodness! To goodness. Your thought, and you thought. Oh man! So, so she comes and she's like, "Yeah, I'm a Reiki master. Like I channel energy from the universe, and I and I heal people. And that that was the explanation." Like a, what a Reiki master is, like you know, summing it up. And I was like, okay. And she was like, like, would you like to? Would you like to see Reiki? And I was like, see it. Well, I think that was just the the vernacular she was using. But I think what she meant was like, would you like to oh, witness? Experience. Would you like to witness? Would you like to experience Reiki? Uh, and I was like, yeah, yep, yes, I do. Sign me up. And she was like, okay. And she pulled her hand out of her pocket and put her <laughs> hand on my elbow. And and she sat there for a little while, and I just continued to have conversation with her. Was she actually touching you? Yeah, she was touching. Yeah, she had her hand on my elbow. And um, I will say, her hands were quite warm. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> they were in her pocket. <laughs> her hands were in her pocket. But, but either way, she had very, very warm hands. And you could say that the heat radiated from her hand onto my elbow. <laughs> and I mean, it, it felt comforting. <laughs> was, was she? Because it's just like putting like a little small like heat pad elbow, on. Like it feels good. Like how did she pick your elbow? That was just her choice. Yeah, she, she just put it from, Absolutely not. Bothering you. She took her hand out of her pocket and put this <laughs> shit right on my right elbow. Because it was how, just because well, however I was sitting, it was available, you know, like my oh, right elbow so was it available. Wasn't, it wasn't a, that it wasn't a really specific choice. I'm just picturing she walked up. We're we're like sitting, we're like a foot away from each other having a conversation. I'm sitting down, so it's just a convenient spot. It's just I think it was a convenient spot, and, and she just chose elbow. And my elbow was sticking long? out, probably like thirty seconds. Like oh, we're sitting there having okay, a conversation, and she just sat there for like thirty seconds with her hand on her elbow, that and then she it? took it off, and she was like, "That's Reiki." <laughs> did she turn around and walk out pretty much like that was that was uh, that was gearing up to be about the end of the conversation we probably shared a few more things and then she left um but she was like do you felt the warmth i was like i most certainly felt that warmth um so that's it and she was like she was like that's reiki she asked if you felt warmth because I don't know if there was something else that was passing through <laughs> and what I was able to pick up from it was warmth. That was the way that I detected it. But it was maybe it's some good fucking energy. So you, 
if you do it, if you pay somebody, do you like sit or lay somewhere for an, do you do that for an hour? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, they probably go around at different spots and, you know, get your chakras aligned, move their hands around on your back. And I'm certain, you, I'm certain there are all these different points and stuff. It's sort of like, it may not be as detailed. Well, I'm certain it's not as detailed as acupuncture and all the different fucking acupuncture points. But I'm certain they have their own version of that, like reflexology massages, like a masseuse. You know, like I'm certain they have like some little pictures and they're I'm like, sure if you I if you put your hand up here, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like you put your hand over here, like on their right shoulder blade, and then your hand on their lower left hamstring and push down it's gonna align these chakras and allow for uh, <laughs> sure <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> it's gonna allow for the flow because you're a little stopped up your chakras are a little stopped up you have <laughs> and you have to you, you have i don't fucking know i'm just saying stuff but see but like it sounds like someone might say some shit like that yeah, sure like they're, they're not aligned they're a little stopped up so they're not really connecting the way that they ought to just like everything else just like your your spine your muscles, your joints, your chakras aren't aligned. Let me heal you. So, yeah, I just, I, I love to ask those questions. I, I have no idea. Um, but there, there's so many things in wellness. You just, you can't, it's, it's great incorporating new ones. It's so much fun. Like, go ahead. Could you just go ahead? It's, well, it was unrelated to what you were saying. I just... It just occurred to me, I've been, I just eat those and then, no, no, you can have it. But I, then without realizing it, watched you pick this teeny tiny little dot off as if somehow that's not edible, but the rest is. Mm -hmm. And watching you do that made me realize that I just did that with the last one that I ate. Did you? Because I guess I watched you do it. And without That's even so thinking funny. about it, thought just... I needed to do it. Well, <laughs> it's really just about the amount of investment. Like, if I'm having trouble taking it off, like, <laughs> then I'm not going to continue to try to take it off. This thing is the size of a marble. So, you're right. It doesn't really matter. And, with that, and when I look back to the one that I took off, there was no difference in the experience. And on top of that, I eat many things that people i wouldn't like i eat kiwi like the whole kiwi like i that eat the skin actually bad for your throat it is it well i it's bad oh. for your throat no <laughs> that was a long time ago and and who knows who i don't know if it how well researched it was but that it creates little tiny micro tears in your throat mm, really possibly i wouldn't know um i eat lemon peels when I'm done with the lemon, I'll eat, well, I'll eat a whole lemon. So I use lemon for water. And then when I'm done, like I'll eat the entire lemon. A lot of people are not into that shit. Um, Grind them up and put them in my juice. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you make a strong drink. They're good, but it tastes healthy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why you only I, get like that much a day. I came from the era of if it stings a little bit, it's working. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wait, have you never heard that? No, Can you at least I mean, picture it? Yeah, like No, I I 
I have never heard someone say it that way. <laughs> but yeah, it makes I, my mom used to use. What, I, what is it? The bubbles up on your cut? Uh, hydrogen, hydrogen peroxide? peroxide yeah. Pour it on there mm -hmm. and it would feel like your skin's peeling off. And she would say, that's how you know it's working. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. That's what my grandma used to say. And sometimes it, it was the alcohol, just the straight alcohol. Yeah, it doesn't need that. <laughs> are you just doing it just the net, just letting your body just fight it off itself? Are you, are you well, doing that move? I mean, rinse it. Oh, she's Keep it clean. I'm water. just saying it doesn't necessarily have to hurt. Oh no, they were gonna to work. No, they were gonna do the whole thing. They were gonna go through the wiping it with an alcohol alcohol pad or like a cotton ball with alcohol. Um, neosporin, which neosporin's fine because it's just like a, yeah, a coolant. Yeah, yeah. I had to be patched up. I lived a great life as a kid. You gotta get fucking patched up. But there is that that if it's if it's painful, it's yeah. working. If like if something smells really strong, it's gonna kill all the germs. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, a pungent smell. Yeah, there's something to all that. Even just your exercise. Yeah. Like there's something to it. Like if, if it's it's difficult. Like so, <laughs> I feel like happening. something's <laughs> happening. Like if I'm just you just pour some shit on your hand, it just rolls past the cut. <laughs> You're completely unbothered. I'm like, I don't think, I just don't think I, it's not going to help it heal, man. That's not going to do it. Which is sort of like the, like the not checking out, you just wanting a, an initial alert and then not feeling the signal of pain. Right. Yeah. That's very, yeah. Like leaning into that. Yeah, that's very true. Because some people go as far as to like create pain in their life to... To, li yeah, to, to, like, to, to live like yeah like they create pain because it's like I need to feel something and I don't usually feel if it's not linked to pain that's a real thing you know <laughs> when you gotta do this yeah it's wild I yeah I, I used to have a friend and some point in time he was asked about him and his girlfriend's relationship relationship because it was wildly toxic and they fight and shit all the time and I believe his answer was something to the effect of y'all don't understand. Like we like to hurt. Like we like, that's what we like. like we like to hurt. Like, mm. God. Yeah. Like that's what we, that's what we're into saying very, very mean things to each other, putting shit out on social what media about not, each other, like talking shit, feeling to need to lean into that one feeling so hard. You know, there's like, there mm. must be so many other sensations missing if you need to amplify that sensation. Talking shit about your significant other while like on social media, while you're in the living room and they're in the kitchen is wild. That's fucking crazy. God. And they follow you on social media and they're in the kitchen. And then they, they look at their feed and they see you talking shit about them on social media. You're like, what though? And you're cooking a meal in there. You got you're supposed to go to bed with that person that night. It's very, very weird. That's crazy. People do that shit. It's very, very crazy. <laughs> I know I've, I've known people to do that. To make, I've known people to do that. It's one thing to get their 
accidentally and think, wow, this this is how I'm. But to choose to live in that space. Yeah, like you. Oh, right, right. You're like like to the point to the to... point where when someone asks you about it, you're like, yeah, I know. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Where it's not something that's kind of just naturally playing out, but like, yeah, I yeah, know like I've that's... made this. I yeah. do. It's intentional. I find it so funny that you, when you were asking, like, what's the point of this? And you're like, I don't have anything to say to the world. Like, <laughs> I don't have anything to say to people. Like, wh- there was a point where you asked me, like, what do you think that you have to offer people? And I think my answer was something like my perspective. You know, my perspective was maybe creatively trying to lean into other perspectives. Um, that's like, that's what I have. I think it's roughly the same for everybody. Like only you can bring what you can bring to the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Are you that unique? So you just what you have for the world is whatever the fuck you are. <laughs> you can't do more than that. Like that doesn't exist. You can do you can do what you can do. <laughs> like so that's uh it it's and it's only something you can do. That's that's what you have. It's not. It's it's nothing wild. You you don't need to be a, a wild specialist at anything or have wisdom that you feel like you want to impart on the world intentionally. It's just you just have you. Yeah, I just have no just natural have instinct to share it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the sharing part. Yeah, for sure. Like what? Why do people? No one asked for my perspective. I know, Doesn't right? No one. I think it's valuable. It matters to me, but yeah, no one asked for mine either, and I felt like I needed to put it out there. I was like, "What the fuck is that about? Like, what the, the, the gumption of this this guy? Like, why are you posting this? And who the fuck cares? And then you find out some people care, and it gets, yeah. and then it gets yeah. interesting. So it's like the why start doing it is a good question, like mm-hmm. the why to start mm-hmm. posting it. But if you make a dumb decision and you start posting it then it becomes a good decision afterwards. <laughs> yeah, because then it's like, oh, this is a good reason to post it. Like, this is this is fun. You know, developing a a community of people that, that like to listen to stuff and to some degree follow a storyline. You know, they see all these different people come and yeah. talk yeah. and tell all these different stories and focus on just kind of where they're at in life and what the fuck is going on in their head. And and so many people are just, they're sitting around waiting for stuff to think about, stuff to hear, you know? <laughs> they are. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like, there's a market for everything. Everyone is, there's, everyone's interested in something, you know? There's, and some people just like to hear other people talk about what the fuck is going on. In their life, a lot of people feel alone, and uh, and and following through a story and hearing people have a good time, I think, just makes people happy. Just hearing people have a genuine good time with each other, and just talking That's about sad. things, it is, yeah, it is. Sad thought. Yeah, but I think people really, really enjoy, it. and it doesn't have to be like you can be happy and still enjoy just looking at people having a great yeah. fucking time. But to feel lonely. But they come from the place of yeah, feeling like yeah. quite lonely and resorting to that. Yeah, but, you know, different strokes for different folks. Everybody's out there trying to get it somehow, you know. 
So, uh, so yeah. So thank you for doing this because you did have something to offer, which is you. And I appreciate it. And also, this is the very first time that I've ever taken my equipment somewhere else and set up. I don't just be... I don't I'm honored. You know, no, no. That's not where I was trying to take that. That's not where I was trying to go. I was just saying, it's just at first. Is all. There have been many firsts. White asparagus ice cream with oat crumbles and candy rhubarb, passion fruit, kumquats, let, I'm going to just throw uh, wall climbing on there, rock climbing on there, um, even though I've done it before. But this seemed like the first time, kind of. Um, and bringing the podcast equipment somewhere else, I'm certain there have been some other things, too. The salad turnip. The salad turnip, the turnip salad. Why do you keep saying salad turnip? Turnip <laughs> salad? No, because it's a particular type of a turnip that is, you can eat raw on a salad. Mm. It's more. It's more mild. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Meaning, yes. it just turn up, but less. Yes, yeah, turn up, but less. Like white asparagus, right. asparagus, but so, less. I don't like its official name isn't a salad turnip, but that's how like at the farmers market. Here's a salad turnip, meaning put it on your. So the thing oh, okay. itself. Okay. So I'm I'm not getting it backwards when I'm trying to say a turnip salad. No, I can. Pl- I see what you're <laughs> saying. This itself. is. I understand what you're saying. Right. This is very very privileged talk. <laughs> This has been episode 167, I think. This is which is really really cool. Um, I haven't been coming out with them as frequently, but when I do them, I'm really really excited about doing them. So this has been really cool. So I'm glad that we did this. We have been speaking now for like almost three hours. Who's gonna want? I know, right? That's what everyone says. That's what everyone thinks. Like, who in the world would want to listen back to that? Weird world we live in. That's been the whole gist of this entire conversation. And every conversation that ever really happens, the gist of it is, yes, well, fucking world is weird. (laughs) Really. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Bye-bye.